5: Grab a seat, Panther fans. You're listening to the longest running Panthers podcast around. That's the C3 Panthers podcast where every Tuesday night we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. My name's Tony Dunn. They call me the professor. And tonight we've got a fantastic show for you. Tonight's show, NFL teams waiting for the Sean Payton domino to fall. We'll be talking about the continued Carolina Panthers coaching search Some of the NFL news as we go into the playoffs as Joe Burrow remains ice cold. And uh, maybe making argument for the best quarterback in the NFL. Tom Brady freaking out on his own podcast. And even Matt Rule still acting like a sniveling ass fool on bussing with the boys. Just whenever he says anything that you can find any modicum of liking, he continues to be a whining, suckling little biatch. Sorry, I hate it. I want to not be that mean. And you don't have to be that mean, or you can be. You can smash the thumbs up button and be nice. Hell, hit the thumbs down button. It probably helps the algorithm just as much. And you can call into the show at 252- <clears throat> 252 Tell me the professor's the smartest and tell me that my wheelman man, Cody
6: Lashney, is the coolest. Hey, man, listen, you already know there's nowhere I'd rather be on a Tuesday night than sitting here chilling, hanging with my boys, talking about Panther football uh, man, we still have this coaching stuff to talk about. I have some big-time opinions for y'all tonight. You better get ready. I got some opinions on Sean Payton, on Ken Dorsey, on Shane Stitchin, on Steve Wilkes. Man, we have a loaded show tonight, Tony Dunn. But you already know that we're going to do it with the best damn Panther fans in all of YouTube. You already know them and love them. It's our guys Drew, A-U-Link, C J A. Craig Cartner, D'Angelo the Legend, James Island Panther, Jerome, Josh, Lynn Leon Hart. What's up, Lynn? Matt Knows Nothing. Panther Pickle. Richard's Outdoor World. Promise Panda. Supernova Moore. Sideshow. White Chocolate Espresso. And Tim Estes. Tony Dunn. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. Man, it's been a week
5: and the Panthers still do not have a head coach, but none of the head coaches uh, throughout the NFL or positions have been filled filled yet. I feel like this is one of the slower coaching cycles. Sean Payton's stock continues to... I, actually, today, suddenly has strangely taken a, a downturn. And some other coaches have fallen to the wayside. CK, we're a week in uh, from the last time we discussed this. Is it kind of surprising that the Carolina Panthers don't have a head coach yet?
2: No. I mean, uh, I think uh, if Tepper learned anything from the first round. Uh, uh,
5: can we hear everybody? Why are people putting audio up there? It's not you. Sorry. Um, just...
2: They had did that earlier on. I think the intro wasn't working for the audio for whatever reason, but it said it was back. Sorry, um, but the the part of this that um, I, I think that is – uh, maybe something we should take some optimism from is that David Tepper hasn't rushed this process like he did with Rule like we saw 3 years ago when he went to go hire Matt Rule he flew down there and gave him the job almost immediately that wasn't that wasn't a second interview that wasn't um after a a, a virtual interview this was literally hey we would like to come down and interview you i we went down there and we're going to hire you to be our like there was that was the difference right um, so it is different, and I so it's not a surprise that we haven't gotten uh, the head coach yet. What is a surprise is the fact that people are are you know there's so many reports out there from so many different factions, you know uh, corners of the NFL, um, and I'm I'm not so sure I believe the hype that Sean Payton isn't um, isn't doesn't have a big market. Um, now the 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 part that I can believe is Sean Payton not wanting to go to some of the teams that he's got sure. offers from. Uh, potentially, but I'm 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 pretty excited about the fact that this is taking as long as it has, because, um, you know, we've talked about one of these candidates who hasn't really had an opportunity to do the the interview uh, effectively, who is um, uh, an offensive coordinator for the Eagles, who, by the way, calls all the plays for the offense. It's not called by uh, their uh, what is his name?
5: Um, Um, he's the the Sirianni he's the Italian I wanted to say Giuliani and I was like that's
2: not know. and and so that is exciting because that offense has been really awesome to watch this year Um, and so that would be an interesting hire I'd be for that I'd be uh, for Steve Wilkes coming back but the Sean Payton news is definitely encouraging in my opinion for what I want uh, and that is to not see Sean Payton touch the field as a Carolina Panthers head
5: coach No vagina lips on your face, coach. He does look like that's what salesman always says. He looks like a vagina as as in the bad joke, he got a Chinese vagina. Um hey thingo. You've never heard that one?
6: Never in my life. That oh, was one be a... the Sean
5: Payton one or the Chinese no, everyone's
6: heard that about Sean Payton. I'm yeah. i am just never the oh, other okay. I will say this don't, though. Don't I... really, we might Should... get
5: ended for that one. We might get canceled for that one. <laughs> Um, I will say this
6: though I will say this though My opinion on Sean Payton Has changed Not on him as a candidate But on um, Basically his chances of Being a head coach in general We'll talk about it
5: Man he went from the toast of the town to Can he even do this job Anymore
6: I don't think anybody's saying that His likelihood (laughs) the argument I'm going to make later is that he has uh much more of a reason now to stay with Fox for one more year and basically still have his pick of the litter next year. Well, we'll talk about it.
5: All right. All right. Uh, Greg, we, uh, have watched the NFL playoffs start to unfold. The San Francisco 49ers pushed ahead of the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to an NFC championship. The Philadelphia Eagles smoke the giants. And then you had, uh, the Bengals now taking on a hobbled Patrick Mahome's Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. and the news seemingly all of that has some effect in the coaching carousel, right? I mean is that people stock up and down a week later. Um, any well welcome to the show Greg. hey and any thoughts about the NFL, the coaching staff? your opening monologue. Well, thanks, Ben. Uh, as far as
0: coaching goes, I'm on CK's train with the uh, Sean Payton thing. I don't want to see in Carolina. Uh, you know, I mentioned that last week. I think it's a good sign that we haven't signed a coach yet. I think it's a little too early still to be. If they'd signed somebody already, I feel like they wouldn't have done their due diligence um, on, on that uh, on said, uh coach. And as far as the NFL goes, I'm not going to lie. I was thinking about today. I think this is the first time in a long time that I can remember the four best teams in the NFL being the four teams left. Like there's yeah. no Cinderella team. These are the four best teams in the NFL, and there's no question. Yeah, and it's cool to see that that we're going to see the four top dogs battle out for the, for the yeah. championship. Agreed. Love I'm to pumped. Hear that.
6: I'm pumped. I I'm yeah, love to, hear that. Supposed to be,
0: you know. So we, I, I can't remember the last time it was like that. There's always a wild dog or a Cinderella team. Last year that was Cincinnati, you know. And yeah. now Cincinnati, I think, is is easily one of the top two or three teams in the NFL.
5: Mm, who is the team that that didn't make it? Is there a team? Because I think you might be ra- right, Greg. I don't think there's anybody off the top of my head that said, you know, they they really the blew. NFC
6: it. South was the only Cinderella division this year. Yeah. like I mean, yeah, maybe yeah, the that out
5: to the right teams. I think you know what I'm yeah. saying is that you could say by this point, those all of those guys who were imposters. I think the two teams right now representing the NFC are the best in the NFC. I think Greg's right. Yep. I don't yeah. think that I, I, that's a great question. Chad, and you guys know the, the AFC are those the two best teams in the AFC. I mean, obviously uh, they are because they made it, but you know what we're talking about. Oh yeah. You can call into the show at 228 5098. That's 228 5098. Check us out on iTunes. Tune in stitcher. Help us get our audio podcast numbers up. We're putting out shorts. We're on Twitter. Help us in this offseason as we continue our coverage of the Carolina Panthers to continue to grow. We're on that pace for 5,000 subscribers, folks. One a day, one a day. Give us one more today. Let's start with this coaching talk. Let's get into it. The coaching talk, man, is uh, it's been a week. We're a week removed, and I think the Carolina Panthers have – from reports finished their interviews the first set like the these are the candidates first round right? Of interviews, yep. right when we started with Jim Caldwell Steve Wilkes Frank Wright that was I guess the story right and then you get the Ben Jacobs who is pulled out of the race uh, I guess it went next to Ben Jacobs Ken Dorsey <sighs> who else did we get in there
6: so this is the list of all the candidates that the Panthers have spoken to and are going to speak to at all. So somewhere amongst this list of nine names lies your future Carolina Panther head coach. Uh, the names that we're uh, that we Let's have read them interviewed off the
5: people that can't yeah. see Steve Wilkes, yeah. Jim Caldwell, w- Frank Reich, Steve Payton, Shane Stitchin, John Payton. <laughs> Oh, oh, wait, wait. I said, oh, I said Shane what? Yeah, Shane? he said
6: Shane Payton. Yeah, no, he I'm said saying.
2: Steve Payton.
5: <laughs> Sean Payton, Shane Stitchin, Ejiro Evero, Ken Dorsey, Mike Kafka, and Kellen Moore. Uh, notable not mentions there as did not make the list and have climbed kind of around the league. I would say Dan Quinn's name yeah. is pretty hot throughout the league. I'm trying to think if there's another one. that Ryan's.
6: Is he really Ryan. hot, though? Yeah. Dan, Quinn Dan
5: Quinn's hot? name is hot yeah, right now. After this past week, because everybody is so reactionary. And I guess Harbaugh was a hot name that we didn't have an interview. So these are the candidates. Our next coach is there. Cody, tell us what's going on with this search right here. I guess yeah, Sean I Payton mean, is the biggest news, right?
6: Well, yeah. So look, Sean Payton is the biggest news, but. I mean, kind of not really. This is what I was hinting at that I wanted to talk about later. I feel like you could make the argument that it would be better suited for Sean Payton to sit out 2023, stay in the Fox commentary booth, and then next year, he's still going to be the biggest name head coach that is available on the market. And it's going to stay that way because he's a Super Bowl winning head coach. The more and more I think about it, like to me, I think the Denver Broncos are the number one team that's likely to land Sean Payton, which is still kind of confusing to me because the Broncos don't even have that many draft picks to be able to give up for Sean Payton. But think of it this way, right? We're going to talk about the Bills coaching staff later. You know, imagine if you're Sean Payton and the Chargers opened up. Or the bills opened up next year if if McDermott can't get over the hump in the playoffs uh, with Buffalo, there just seems to be like so many opportunities that would be available to him in one more year's time. Plus, whatever team that he's going to, he's not making them have to sacrifice first round picks in order, you know, in order to land his services. Uh, it's just the more and more time goes on. I don't think he's going to be a coach this year unless the Waltons uh, agree to give him shares in Walmart or something outrageous like that. But I don't know. I I mean, I really don't think that Sean Payton is going to be the coach of the Panthers. I would like that just because of his tenure and the things that he's done. Uh, I wouldn't be upset with it. But if I'm a betting man, now Sean Payton is not going to be the next head coach of the Panthers.
5: If uh, this if you're right, just say you're right that not that about the Panthers part about the better scenario for Sean Payton uh, is this year is next year, not this year. And you cite the draft picks and what what they would have to give up if he if you think that he obviously would need to would know that and believe that, too, before you came to that conclusion. Is he doing this for his old buddy Loomis to like maybe hook them up and get them some picks and get what he wants? Like, I mean, if that's the case, why didn't he just wait and say, "I gotta," you know, "I got another year under contract and I still could be looking for something"?
6: Yeah, but proactive. like, that's what I mean. How many of- why did he
5: do what he did? Because he has been.
2: Uh, as as Harbaugh was like, yeah, but his he's he's one so super you've got to keep in mind: his 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 belief was that it was only going to be a mid to late round, right? And then he got four interviews, and all of a sudden that became two first rounds. And I'll tell you, the two first round numbers tells me one of two things: um, they raised the price because we were the most interested parties. Um, and I've been saying that since last week. There isn't a shot in heck that we're going to have the opportunity to take him for a, a cheap price like people thought we were going to get. Um, he was going to go for a higher price if we wanted him. And that tells me these reports that they want two first-round picks tell me everything I need to know about what the who was the number one dog in the house trying to get Sean Payton. And I think that that means that, uh, that the Saints raised that price. Now, I think that there are a couple of factors that could go into play here. Um, I've I asked the question in one of our creator chats. I said, Do we believe that the Saints would not accept a second round from anybody other than the Panthers? They will not take a second round for Sean Payton. But if nobody else is coming and knocking, and Sean Payton likes the fact that he's got the the Broncos, well, if they offer him a second it will offer a second for him, but nobody else is coming and offering anything for him, like do the Saints just not accept it and then lose out on that second round draft pick? Because they won't get anything if he waits till next year.
6: Yeah, that's they have no choice. Like that's what I was trying to say last week. They're playing us. They're playing us. if Sean Payton decided, hey, this is where I want to go. This is the only place that I'm going to go. So you better work out some type of draft capital with that team because I'm not going to any, to just any old team, right? Uh, let's say Houston. Yes, he will. But- He'll go to anybody right now. He is no. out
5: there just No, why
6: would stuff. he go to anybody? He's in Arizona.
5: He has- Look, he's, he's interviewed with after He's coach. interviewed with us. He's interviewed with Houston. He's interviewed with Arizona. If he didn't like what he was feeling from Denver, why the hell would he be going to Arizona right now?
6: Uh, because younger, Arizona, what, oh, has Kyler Murray. Draft
2: pick.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, Kyler Murray's a good quarterback. I, a disaster, I don't think he's great. Let me ask you something about Tepper in this situation. Why is it that Tepper is so rich? Like you would think somebody with that would, would be a guy who has like a lot of leverage and makes smart moves. Doesn't it always seem like he's being held hostage in every transaction? Every transaction, the CMC transaction, Sam Darnold, every uh, uh, Baker Mayfield, everybody's picked up. It seems like he's been held hostage and just had to take what they, what they were going to ain't give him.
5: Frugal, bro. Hmm? Rich people just go to one grocery store. They don't care how much the catch-up costs. They don't make the effort to go to the other grocery store to get their condiments. No. They just stop at Harris Teeter.
6: But, Tony, you see what I'm saying, though? Like, if Sean Payton doesn't love any one of these landing spots, he can wait another year he and knew this three weeks get a better ago. job ne- next year. There's no reason. But, dude, there's no reason for him to rush into a job with an organization sure that doesn't give him all the pieces that he thinks that he needs to be able to be successful with. Why does Denver not have it?
2: Because they don't have a first-round draft pick that's super relevant this year. And Houston's um, got it. Beyond, well, Houston might have it. Well, they, they, I, again, do. they have a late, late first. Um, Guess what they
5: got? They got yep. fucking money, dude. And next year, no, his God, name, cap, though. The there, will there will here's, be more names. will His hype is at the highest. But what if Russell Wilson's done?
2: here's the question with regard to that it would i've be just said this year. i've said this from the get-go the why would sean payton go to a place that literally has given away two first round draft picks like you're basically asking him to go to a place that's then rebuild and not give him as many opportunities to rebuild that team but well, then possible.
5: he can ever go to carolina right <laughs> Why wouldn't he? We have more opportunity. We would have to give it. up two first round draft. Picks. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah.
2: I, I. I agree, but I. <laughs> I thought you were talking about because we were given away first or something like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. no. They, why would you do that? And that's why I agree with Cody. I think that Sean Payton sits another year and uh, and just waits for his contract to be up. I don't think he has any obligation to the Saints. Like I don't feel like. Why would he be that way? And the Saints, well, a lot of people say,
5: trying to help them out. Like, look, is we can get sure. you some draft picks, and I can get the job. That a big, and I can get the bag. But you've uh, got to keep in
2: a... mind, he's losing the things that are going to help his team be successful. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the that's the part that's completely opposite. of, uh, like, yeah, he's but going man, for an opportunity, but that that why
5: get away? These guys believe in themselves so much, and it's possible yeah. to win without that shit. We've already talked about that. I don't think he was that scared. Like, he's going to be like, oh, I can't but, get some shit done. I guess Tony, my question but, is Dallas making a mistake by not going and getting them right now. Um,
6: uh, I mean, I mean man, they, they have problems at the quarterback position. To I, 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 I think, mean, I think the,
5: so, but... Nobody I mean, really believes in McCarthy. Like nobody no. believes in Kellen Moore now. Kellen Moore's stock drop. McCarthy is still a wet noodle. And now Dan Quinn's the most brilliant motherfucker on that staff. Like you ain't you trying to tell me that that's not an immediate upgrade? But but Tony, if if Sean Payton
0: wanted to help the Saints out, why wouldn't you just work your contract out and say I'm going somewhere else after this? Like like if you really wanted to help them, then why wouldn't you just coach if you know you're going to coach after your contract's up,
2: right? Because then you got to figure out Dennis Allen. That's, that's the interesting thing. That's, that's why he doesn't
5: money. really want to help you them. Don't realize, you know, you don't, they're now, just going to take
2: your money.
5: And why don't you, do, when you win the lottery, why don't you take the payments then?
6: But there's another, but there's another, another, um, the there's another element.
5: always to, to put big chunks of money in your investment. So you're making the money, not someone else, the whole future, this and that, give it to me now. They're willing to pay this, too. I guess the question, maybe the underlying question ultimately is this. Does, or a question to ask is, does Peyton have as much ultimate sway? Have we, is this him saying, ugh, I don't know if I want to do this? Or is this more team saying, huh? we don't know if we want to do this no. and we don't know if we want to pay you $20 million a year is Tepper worried that he's already pissed the owners off because he paid fucking Matt rule, a crazy amount and already kind of bumped up the set like the Brown did with Deshaun Watson. He kind of moved it into the ne- next uh, upper no. echelon and do the Broncos truly not want to give them what it takes Because I understand you guys are trying to tell me, oh, it could be, oh, I guess I'll wait for a better job. I'll wait for a better job. But if somebody says, we're going to pay you $15 million right now...
2: Why do you think that Fox isn't willing to do that?
6: Guaranteed. Then your ass take that shit.
2: No, 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 Tony, Tony, you're you're wrong.
6: But Tony, what you're not understanding is Sean Payton is going to be just as hot of a commodity next year as he is this year. And he's still getting... and it the Saints, are still, the yeah, Saints and, are still paying him this
2: well, year. The Saints are still paying him this year. Get by a fucking bus.
6: Nah, okay. What if my aunt had nuts? Nah, we, we do this all the time. The difference, man. to Do all but what $100 million,
5: no, but, but well, this. What is hundred million dollars, dude? But here's the. Yeah.
2: You, you know he I'm, got paid I'm, a good I'm, amount of money by the Saints, right? You know he wasn't an underpaid coach in the NFL. He's still getting that money from the Saints because he, even though he's retired. So he's still getting that money you're talking about, and he's getting paid by Fox. Um, on top of that, a couple of things I wanted to address real quick. Um, a lot of people last week were, you know, saying they're going to keep receipts for me and all this stuff, and I, um, saying that uh, there's no shot that we're getting it, it, Sean Payton for any type of a discount or just one first round draft pick. Um, and and a lot of people were saying that if well if we're the only ones to offer him the the Saints like a a second round pick. They're just going if to, if nobody else is going to offer it, they're going to take it because they all take the draft picks. You've got to keep in mind, that's not a zero-sum game, I get draft picks or nothing. It's a, I get draft picks and I'm going to be facing Sean Payton for the next, uh, un- for, you know, unforeseeable future. So yeah. there is, they would rather not give us uh, Sean Payton, even if it means they get no draft picks, than they would give us Sean Payton for a second round pick because that is a lost loss for them. Like They get a second-round pick, but they're also having to face Sean Payton, and they know he's a good coach, and the impact that that's going to have on our organization is going to be far more than their second-round pick they're Fair. getting.
5: Fair. Here's the final point we're going to make on Sean Payton, and then we're going to go, can we pull up the slides for the coaches uh, that uh, the odds, and yeah. Uh, final point on this is that if – the right move for Sean Payton is to wait next year. The Carolina Panthers are not out of the Sean Payton running. As we've seen what the teams will do to Steve Wilkes and make him be a patsy coach for a year. And then we can just pay Sean Payton. Ow. Zing. Would never oh. have well, Ooh. Th- well I guess you could hire Mike Kafka and fire him in a year and then hire Sean Payton. But without the sean payton stuff as we look at these names right here the names of the there's the coaches here the coaches here so let's take sean payton off the board who is the carolina panthers coach who is likely who's likely not wherever you want to take it
6: so right now uh according to uh online ag shane stite People were trying to correct me in the chat. Apparently, I'm saying his name wrong. I've been saying Stitchin. Stitching. Yeah, Sti- okay. That's Stitchin. Yeah. So, no, uh, Shane, Shane, not, that's Shane Stitchin is at two to one. Uh, Steve Wilkes is at a five to two plus 250. Then Sean Payton. So, right now, Shane Stitchin is the guy. And listen, the I,
7: uh,
6: look, this past weekend, of playoff football, and to be honest, the entire playoffs, in my opinion, has been very revealing. And we've been having this conversation about the offensive-minded head coach and, yeah, the culture builder and the defensive-minded head coach and all these different things that go into this. But you see a very clear trend when you look at the mindset of all, all these different coaches that we've bought in they are all offensive-minded coaches. And, I mean, if you look at all of the coaches right now that are uh, in the playoffs, they all have offensive backgrounds. So now the, the real trend is getting an offensive head coach that can be the leader of your offense and that you can pair with a quarterback for a long time to come, for years to come, and you know, I, I've been saying this for a while that to me, Steve Wilkes, he's no longer the leader in the clubhouse because of that—that he doesn't have that offensive background. And I think that's what the Panthers are looking for. That's what they're striving for. You know, uh, all the rumors were at one point in time that Ben Johnson was the number one in the wheelhouse. Then it moves on and on, but I, I just think that right now, Steve Wilkes, uh, and I said this uh, a week or two ago, he's a backup plan. If, for whatever reason, stitching or statching or whatever the hell his name is, if he doesn't work out, then he is the fallback guy in case some of these other young up-and-comers don't pan out for him.
5: I tell you, this list right here, guys, tells you... That I am right about my quarterback. I mean, about my head coaching take is that a couple of things here. Ben Johnson, fucking terrible error he made by stepping out of the head coaching carousel to go back because they're building something special with Detroit. Detroit and Jared Goff. And that offense falls off. He will fall off as a candidate. He might still be a name out there, but his name is that the hot, hot value, and like, overinflated. And here's why. Because you can see the opposite. I could give you names from last year that were those names from Byron Lefwitz to Joe Brady to mm-hmm. um, Eric Bieniemy. where the list is long, to where even the guys that even got the stupid jobs, like the dude that went to Green Bay or whatever, they are... You risk being a flash in the pan, and guess who was a flash in y'all's pan that I told you wasn't ready? Ken Dorsey, folks, went from toast of to the town. Oh, people on Twitter going, "Oh, let's get Ken Dorsey and maybe get Steve Wilkes to be his defensive coordinator." Blah, but man, they got they got busted up in that one game, and now Ken Dorsey. Everybody goes. Who? Ken Dorsey. Who ran the ball six times in that game, or whatever, from the shotgun? Only Ken Dorsey. Who? And now Brandon Bean coming out there and say, "We're going to try to help Ken Dorsey grow." Ken Dorsey. It hurt him, but he moved backwards last week. Oh yeah. Ben Johnson. Some. Ben Johnson could be a name we never think of. I think of another name that's really important. Pep Hamilton. Pip, Pep, Pip, mm-hmm. remember Pep Hamilton? Mm-hmm. He was such a hot name. I ain't heard his name since. This is why you take the money and you take the job right then, even if you don't think you're ready, even if you think you're going to fail, because the opportunities are far and fleeting. And Ken Dorsey's not a name anymore, guys. Well, I. I him more. Not a name anymore after this week. Hell, Dan Quinn's the best coach on that team after last week.
0: I think that's a little bit of recency bias. I think but that yeah, the, the world in the NFL right, is. You're they're right. Gonna, look
5: at this. They're not even going to look at him anymore.
0: Not right now, but let's let's wait, let's wait a month and and see what happens. A month? Yeah, we're I'm gonna already you, man, hire our coach by then. It's, it's recency bias, man. Like I just feel like I'm not saying these guys are the guys, but like guys like Kellen Moore and Ken Dorsey, we rave about th- things they do all year long, and when they do fantastic, we talk about how great they are, and then they have one bad game against uh possibly the two best teams in the NFL. And we wanna say that they're not ready now. It just seems like recent well, they has- only
5: have four you good know? games, and you were saying they were ready.
0: Who's the only had four good games?
5: basically Dorsey. I mean, think about that. Like is all right. So they went what 12 and four, 12 and five. Mm -hmm. You mean like, there's gotta be a couple of games where the offense just won't like the bet. Right. I mean, like, so you're saying this is one good game ruins it, but such a small sample set also propelled them. That's what I'm saying is that we get too hype on these guys with small sample sets. If anything, stitching is the most accomplished out of all of them. Because he's done two full years as a coordinator.
0: Well, you're, you're you're right that hold on, real quick, Cody. You're yeah. right that that's a small sample set—the one year—but it's seventeen times the sample set we just got last week. So I mean, it's maybe a small sample set, but it's much much larger than the one sample set we're going from to say he's yeah no good anymore.
2: I mean, you he's know? got a he's got a, you know where he's gone. There has been better offenses, you know, and better quarterback play in in the long run, regardless of what your your feelings are about. Uh, his time here in Carolina, it's it's hard to argue the fact that he came here and Cam started playing better. Um, and so, I, I listen. It, it's, I'm not. What do you mean? When we've already went over this, we've talked. Oh. About, you didn't. What do you mean? When, what, yes. You when he was like Cam,
5: Cam started playing better.
2: Yes, oh. he was there for his oh. 2015 year.
5: Yeah. Well, guess what? You, I would have more attribute that to Norv Turner than I he would to Ken Turner Dorsey. wasn't here in 2015. Indian. I meant not doing with Turner, sorry. Like so by the way, is one of the more underrated, like people like to oh, the, I don't uh, want to hear shit about Shula. How,
7: can look, you, look. how can
5: you how can you still talk shit about Cam's mechanics? Some of the sure. things that this is that it's not like all of a sudden we're like, Oh, wonder Ken Dorsey. In fact, and maybe I have a personal bias on this because I always said at that time as I was doing this podcast, as watching the team as closely as we all do. I was saying, man, I really think Cam could benefit for uh, from a more seasoned voice because Ken Dorsey was like his age, hadn't done shit in his own career. You know, I just didn't know how much he was ultimately resonating with Cam at that time, and that was a thing that I brought up a lot. And I'm not saying this is is somebody put this in the chat is like, oh, he had one bad game, now he's trash. No. What I was saying is this, is that you, not you guys, you, the earth, the people who were like, oh, Ken Dorsey, Ken Dorsey, they're the recency bias because they were all just on his, you know what, for ultimately something that we don't know if he was the architect of, just like you're talking about the 2015 season. You know, I I mean, could you give him credit for, I don't know. I just thought he was too quick for people to throw their support behind, and then look at how quick they jumped off the Ken Dorsey bandwagon.
6: Well, and look, for good reason. I mean, listen, if you want to say that... because Tony
5: said it? You're right.
6: No, not because you said it. Because the game plan in that game against Cincinnati was terrible. It was absolutely awful. They were throwing the ball downfield at a high clip in like a snowstorm. That's Not what they always supposed to do. No, but listen, this no, no, there's definitely something that you can do, Tony. You start calling short and underneath passes, and you get your wide receivers open in space, and you probably have the best current running quarterback in the NFL, and you didn't give him any designed runs. Like that's what the Bills do whenever their offense falls off a cliff, and they did none of that. So the fact that Ken Dorsey, the the fact that Ken Dorsey was so thoroughly outcoached, and they were at home in front of their home crowd, I mean, it just it, it wasn't a good look. And you know those big time moments when you're in the playoffs dude that's your stage man that's your opportunity to prove what you have as a play caller and the fact that they look so inept against the uh cincinnati Bengals, it, it's unacceptable and i do I'm, think that's the main reason why his stock has dropped so considerably that i am it,
5: i want to finish with one point with my point for ken dorsey And it is actually the most supportive thing I'm going to say about him. This is the point of why I don't want him to be a head. Why I don't think he's ready to be a head coach. He could have plenty of potential as a play caller, as a coach and one day, maybe a head coach even in this league, but going 12 and five on a team that was a winning team already. Right. And with a, with a, I don't know if he's shown enough situational experience like he's still learning. And that's OK. That's OK for him. You're saying this. He got thoroughly out coached. You know what? That's his first playoff game at that magnitude in yeah. adverse conditions playing from two touchdowns down. Less about the snow. The snow wasn't as much of the problem as the dam going down two touchdowns in the first five minutes and taking the incomplete wind out of your sails and what you have been running so high on the hamlin story and how we're like kind of almost destined to win no matter what you ran two fucking kickbacks the back the week before whatever it was you know is that i don't even blame them it's just like hey that was the whole reason that i'm not overly ready to crown these youngins just based on short sample sets of success, I think Ben Johnson falls in that category. I told you that with Joe Brady, now Ken Dorsey's the next name, and kind of why I really have gravitated towards the hardball the Peyton, Caldwell. And you have right, we can't make no first right t shirts on this,
6: dude. The- <laughs> That was, that's <laughs> so funny. terrible. But dude, like the it's that same list I showed you earlier. They want the offensive-minded guy. And by the way, right now, as we're talking playoffs and, and things like that, like Shane Stition is the guy whose name right now is the highest up on the list for the Panthers to be the next hand coach. It goes back to what I'm saying, Tony. You know, and I, I've said this for a long time on this podcast. That when you have an offensive-minded head coach, or no, pardon me, the other way around. If you have a defensive-minded head coach, right, let's say it's Steve Wilkes, and then next year he gets a really good offensive coordinator to orchestrate a dynamic offense. Let's say we bring in Frank Reich, and the offense just starts to roll, right? Okay, then the very next year, the guy that called your plays and who ran the offense is now going to be getting a head coaching jobs somewhere else? You're always going to be repeating the same trend. Now yeah, there I think are other
5: all bought into this. I think you have brainwashed us all completely. I wonder actually, is there anybody I know? I believe that in full now. I've completely jumped on that position. I believe CK has Gregor. Is there anybody that doesn't agree that that? At its core, is a strong concept.
2: One hundred percent. I have been. Yeah, I, I said that a few weeks ago. I was thinking yeah, Cody's um, been
5: saying it for years.
2: Yeah, I, it's it's uh, it's very difficult to to have continuity in your offense, and we saw that constantly because you know uh, with with Cam, I, I know he had what we would consider his best year uh, after Mike Shula left, but I mean, when you have that constant flux, there's a there's bound to be some hiccups along the way. Um, And, uh, and, and yeah, so I, I agree. I think that if we can, the thing that's tough is I really do want Steve Wilkes to be the head coach like inside that's, that's like my, that is something that's important to me. Like I do want to see him uh, have that opportunity, but at the same time, I also know um, how that impacts our team moving forward and the potential uh, ramifications uh, that it could have long-term um so i i hate i i have to say that i'm 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 more looking forward to seeing an offensive minded head coach because it has been far too long well, we've never we've had never one we've never seen that yeah we've we'll
5: never had one in our history as one the continuity argument as coordinators come and go is a very compelling one there's two arguments that have developed on the C3 Panthers podcast not that we invented them but over the time I had the guy uh, we remember we had and hold on his name's going to escape me for uh, for a minute but he runs the scouting like he, they created the scouting college if you want to go on like and go to school and learn how to scout and like kind of he was we had him on so many years ago I think when we were looking for a GM or where our last head coach and he's worked with a couple of front offices and he was talking about the What he believed, and I fully have adopted this, like there's one idea that I just will not change. And that is that when you bring in a new head coach, like a GM and a head coach need to be handcuffed together. The GM needs to bring the head coach in. They need to come in and live and die together. They have to, just because when you bring in a GM after the head coach, when you bring in the coach and you put a coach on a GM or vice versa or whatever it is, There's always this room for this secret power play in the background for when you run into problems, when you run into adversity, that someone's just going to be like, well, those weren't my guys. Well, that's not the code. Like, and it's just.
4: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
5: even just in the background, even if they don't say it, it exists. But when you bring in a GM, he brings in his head coach, and you just say, you guys have your time together. If we fire one, we're firing both of you. Like, you live and die together. They have to work as a married couple. I believe that, and I believe this uh, offensive-minded head coach is I don't think you have to do it that way, but I think that is a compelling argument that it's an advantage As you try to, if you find success, you know what? It's not a problem if you don't find success. It don't matter. Your coordinators will stay just fine. My question to you guys is this. Steve Wilkes, I think everybody here believes that he has done enough to show that he is a competent head coach. And arguably, I don't think anybody would be fundamentally mad if we got him as our next head coach Who is the, what are the names up here that you would be okay with over him or vice versa? If you want to tell me a name that would make you upset over him, I don't know how you want to take it. Over Steve Wilkes. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is like, I would say, okay, Sean Payton over Steve Wilkes, the sexy factor, the, the V lips on your face enough. Yeah. yeah. No, I tell you easy. Uh, if you uh, said this, if we hired Kellen Moore or Ken Dorsey, I would say that's some bullshit.
6: Yeah, I mean, Caldwell. Caldwell, I, I think that's a complete lateral move. I would prefer Steve Wilkes over Caldwell. I don't care what he did with Detroit once upon a time. Um, uh, Andrew you know. Evero. We keep on trying to figure out how to say this dude's name. The defensive backs coach for the Broncos, to me, it's a complete lateral move. Um, my the the two or I, I have three names right now that I would be really happy if I heard was the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers. That's Shane Stitchin. that's Steve Wilkes, and to be honest, it's Frank Reich, just because he does have the experience. And if we get the quarterback position, I, I don't think that he's a bad head coach. And there's been a lot of other really good head coaches that failed initially with one football team and then later had had success with other teams and they went on to win a super bowl. You know, I I think that, uh, he has a, you know, Frank Reich has a good record, um, to be honest. And it's kind of what you were saying, Tony about Dorsey. Uh, I kind of feel the same way about Mike Kafka. Yeah. I'm sure. I I don't, I don't know much about him. I feel like he hasn't the done anything
5: You know, the Giants. That's all we need to know. The Giants yeah. offense was better than it was last year, but that's hard to be worse than it was last year. And are we really ready to just be like, and they have an offensive head coach. Are you really just ready to say, you know what? He's done more than fucking eight other dudes in the league that have done the same shit.
0: Can, can I ask you about, I don't know as much about the coaching here as everybody, so it's hard for me to answer this question, but why does everybody have such a problem with Kellen Moore? Like, why does nobody have faith in
5: him? I mean, think about this. Can somebody just, find that play? Okay, the, the one, okay. To once again,
0: it. you're, you're going to do one play yeah, that I'm wasn't going to work.
5: i in this play. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah. I'd be, um, but here's the thing. Think about Kellen Moore. He's been with the Dallas offense, so he's been in the spotlight. He's always on national TV. He's always, always has to deal with pressure in big games, okay? What, what do you want to praise Dak Prescott or not? He's a fourth round quarterback and he's made him perform like a pretty decent quarterback for the time he's been there. And most of the time that he's been there, he hasn't even had a uh, uh, Dak Prescott. A lot of times he had backup quarterbacks like Andy Dalton. And who was the guy that they, they had this year, uh, Cooper uh, Rush said so, he's been winning games in a competitive division. So I don't, I, I just don't understand why everybody automatically hates Kellen Moore. I feel like Kellen Moore's proven more uh, just as much as a lot of the people on that list.
2: Um, I'll get, uh, so is he on that list of somebody that you'd be fine with hiring over top of Steve Wilkes? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if I had to hire someone over Steve Wilkes, I I couldn't say no
0: for anybody on there cause I don't know anybody. I don't know nothing, about it. I wouldn't okay. hire him over Steve Wilkes now.
2: Well, I'll, I'll tell you my, I'll go on a little, uh, little, uh, monologue, um, on mine. Uh, so Shane Stitchin is the only one that I would be okay with hiring over Steve Wilkes. Um, and I'll tell you a, a couple of reasons why. Um, Shane Stitchen, I've already kind of alluded to this. He was the person calling plays in that Eagles offense, right? And that Eagles offense, by all accounts, is a fantastic offense. Like it does nobody expecting them to be as good as they are this year. Um, and there is a lot of help that they've received by not having to be on the field multiple times because they're just are, you know, are they're able to stay off the field. Uh, or they're de- they're able to keep their defense off the field but their defense is very helpful in getting them the ball back um and uh and giving them favorable field position so there is some benefit there but overall that offense has been incredible um and I think that that has uh you have to be able to take some uh some praise and put it on him um now the Frank Reich one uh a lot of people are are of Cody's mindset like you know he's got uh the uh, a good head coaching pedigree all that stuff if you look at Frank Reich's experience. He had one good year of success before being hired as a head coach. He had been fired at every other level because of how inept his offenses were and the fact that his head coaches were getting fired mid-season or at the end of the season. Frank Reich does not have a good history if you go and look it up. Okay, so then he went to the Eagles um, under Doug Peterson, and he got a lot of the praise for that uh, Super Bowl run uh, when they went to the Super Bowl with Nick Foles and uh, winning, winning that uh, that game again with Doug Peterson, an offensive-minded guy, um, they did that. And then he went to the Colts, who were moving on from Chuck Pagano, but they had a great quarterback in Andrew Luck and a lot of positive things, and so they did a very good job that first year. One of the biggest things, one of his biggest critiques or you know detractors was is he is it because of frank reich or is it because of this high quarterback play because when you look at his his history he needs to have a uh uh elite quarterback for his offense
3: and just
2: kind of in that transition
3: right I don't like the same thing so i talked
2: about yep we can do that sorry i don't know if you know that um and, uh, yeah yep yeah, that's what i said um but uh so i think I, I think we've got to keep that in mind with frank reich he has not a lot of people say that he has shown enough in this league he is not he has shown more failures than successes and his failures have been horrendous mm-hmm. I agree. yeah
6: but i would put frank frank over i would put frank frank over kelly long Moore. Long and Tony, long you're long long. playing something i'm muting your ass uh i would prefer frank frank more i mean listen you can't right, always blame you you can't always blame not getting the quarterback right on the head coach Oh, and I didn't they, say that at all. They, they, I, I know. I'm just saying there's a lot of things that that go into that. And by the way, they did almost make the playoffs. Uh, they, they made the play- the first year of Rivers, and then they damn near made it that uh, next year, but Jacksonville kept them out. Um, I, really I, I, I wanted listen. I wanted to bring up something because a lot of the Steve Wilkes detractors, the people who don't think that Steve Wilkes has what it takes to be our head coach they keep on bringing up this certain point that we are the only team that has interviewed Steve Wilkes, that Steve Wilkes is not getting any interviews. It's a little
5: fair of a point,
6: but no, it's definitely, I mean, it's a point worth bringing up. Right. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm even going to put it in the same light as this Tony earlier. You mentioned that Dan Quinn was another hot name uh, that could potentially be a head coach. I don't know what you guys are reading, but I really don't know how true that is. Like, I, I, I think that I think that most Broncos. of the most of the guys that are the big name defensive guys, the Dan Quinn, the Fangio, yeah, uh, Fangio, uh, Steve Wilkes for us right now. The defensive coaches—they're not the it guys right now. They're not the guys with the with, with the shine. On on their resume. So I think that that falls into it a little bit as well. It just goes not with the most popular trend being a defensive minded head coach. And number two, um, you know, it kind of lends some credence to the argument that the only reason books is in the conversation for us. Which I'm not saying I'm that I agree with this. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. But, you know, people are saying the fact that Steve Wilkes is not getting other interviews with any other team is basically only showing that the Panthers are interviewing him just because he did a really good job this year as the interim head coach for the Panthers. Well, that's, that's exactly why they're it.
5: interviewing him. Mm. I mean, like in fact, I mean that's understandable. I think the everybody knows that.
2: I mean, the only reason is that Saturday is getting an interview. Like, I mean, yeah, but
5: that's like the most quirky example because they have a crazy ass owner that has this crazy long relationship with the team and that player. Steve Wilkes deserves the interview
2: right, for what he
5: did, but he would not be interviewed for the Panthers right now had he not been the interim.
2: Right. But most every team that exists that has ever had an interim head coach Will always do the interview with the interim head coach, regardless of their successes oh, yeah. or their failures. Uh, and and I think that's part of the reason. Now, the the difference here is outside of Cleveland, um uh I think we're the only ones that are at almost or at least in recent memory that are are this close to where Steve Wilkes is at that top, that high on the list of the candidates. Um, but uh I, I agree. I think that it's uh he's got the interview and i think that he's high on that list i think that he is a guy that they'll go to but i also only think that he's a guy they're going to go to as a contingency plan um like they're he's going to be the guy if shane doesn't work out or if sean payton doesn't work out right if they can't get the guy they really want then they're going to hold on to the steve wilkes uh card until they have to pull the trigger one way or another Mm. That's a
5: slippery slope. Well, uh, let's do this. Um, we still got to do prize picks. Don't forget the C3 Panthers uh, podcast is sponsored by prize picks. You use the promo code C3. They will uh, hook you up with a 100% match on your first time deposit up to hundred dollars. Uh, whatever you do in your life, don't say you're on a heater because uh, you will go on a code cold cold streak that i gotta come out of need to get a big big hit oh you already hear it. it's not gambling folks it's daily fantasy football sports and we're gonna play it in a little while but i'd like to really get into the cat calls and see if we can get some of the fans opinions in as we continue to parse through this information before we get too deep into the weeds of the playoffs some different things we've been pretty focused on on this head coaching search and some of those things. I believe that that's probably what the Panthers want to, Panther fans are interested in talking about and voicing their opinions. The number's 252 228 That's 252 228 5098. Cody, can we get into some cat calls? How are you feeling? Oh, yeah, you know we can. Let's do
6: that. Eventually, you know.
2: So what are your thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty
6: s sh- you shouldn't do
2: that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
4: Uh, very uncomfortable.
2: So how do you think cat calling makes the person feel?
4: It, it feels a good like and a, three and a four <laughs> and who's <lose> that <laughs> in the back corner with his face <and>
8: Podcast brothers, how y'all doing? It's G Cavazza. Hey, what up, G? Oh, I gotta go back on my word. I gotta eat crow. After looking into it, I did not want Sean Payton. And I was the main person up here saying that I want Sean Payton, but he's gonna be too damn expensive, y'all. He is, and I really don't want the Panthers to give up a first-round pick this year and the next last year. Hey. On other news, man, there's a dude I got my eye on, man. I know you guys heard that dude, Anthony Richardson. Now, I know some people might not like him and this and that, but I think with the right coaching, that dude could be special, and I believe he will be there at the ninth pick. I really do. Because honestly, I don't see Bryce Young, that dude from Kentucky who I'm not sold on, or C.J. Stroud falling all the way to nine. I think the only way we can land players like that is if we move up, which I don't see us doing. And when it comes to the head coach, the offensive coordinator for the for the Eagles, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. I really wouldn't. But we need a quarterback. That before I let y'all go, we're going to play a game. What would you do? I remember I, I remember I asked y'all that before. What would y'all do? Would you take Sean Payton, you know what I'm saying, for draft picks and stuff like that? Or would you try to get Lamar Jackson out of Baltimore? Both of them were damn expensive as hell, but what would you do? Keep pounding y'all. Uh,
5: gee, gee, fantastic call, man. Long-time supporter and caller into the show. Love to hear the people that are so invested that they call back to 252-228- Guys, I uh, was excited before he asked those kind of questions that made me want to just talk about Lamar.
6: Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I do not the, want to talk about Lamar. <laughs>
5: the AR fifteen conversation. Anthony Richardson yeah. out of Florida. Some people have been bringing this up in the chat. Mm, that looks kind of sexy when you put it with stitching. Who has had so much sex? Se- sex.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> right. That. I time. was waiting on that <laughs> one. <laughs> so much success. Success with uh, Jalen Hurts there that that seems like it could be a pair or a matching that would be appealing. But at the same time too, he mentioned Will Levis who did not play at the senior bowl. Um, it hadn't
6: it happened yet.
5: Oh, they haven't had it yet. What was the bowl? They did have, they not a bowl. They have one game and, uh, Hold Well, he had a
6: bo- he had a he had a bowl game.
5: He didn't play his bowl game, but Holt Naylor, ECU quarterback, went somewhere to something for graduates. They did some sort of Pro y thing or something for, and he supposedly was really good at it. But it wasn't the Senior Bowl, clearly. But Will Levis, people are saying he's not going to play at the Senior Bowl. He didn't play in his bowl game. The scout on Twitter that we were listening to. Earlier the day said I wouldn't even expect him to throw at the combine, which I think is bullshit. I think he doesn't have enough clout to not go to the combine if you skip uh, the senior bowl.
6: Because that's that what everybody all the of the, question, right? all, of so, the all of the defenders of Will Levis are like. Oh well, he was hurt in the bowl game. You know he's he was uh, hurt
5: this season. He battled injury his last seasons.
6: Yeah, great, go ahead, great. Go ahead.
0: Can I ask a question about the Stetson guy? He's the OC for Philly, right? Philly. Philly. Yeah. Isn't this yeah. the exact same thing as Frank Reich the year that the Philly went to the Super Bowl? Uh
5: not no, Frank actually it's not. It's not because NFL Frank Reich quarterback, he then was successful with the Vic- I meant the Eagles as they were in the Super Bowl, but then he went on to be a head coach. I think this is that's, just that's a one. guy who's had two Really, this is I think what people like about Stitching is that the Eagles offense has continued to improve. Mm -hmm. Like their whole team has continued to improve. And the development of Jalen Hurts is undeniable. People and I think people, even the people that were the Jalen Hurts detractors, the people that said he wasn't the dude, he wasn't this, are having to just say, Man, this guy's fucking pretty good. And he's getting, he's riding that wave.
0: He's good, but you you can look at it and say the Eagles were substantially worse when they didn't have Jalen Hurts than they were. And I uh, granted, you're losing a great you're losing
5: a great quarterback. But I mean, no. What, what I'm saying is that. The coach, he is he, he is associated the with, with both the Eagles them. growth okay. over the last two years. He's associated with uh, with Jalen Hurts improvement over the last two years. And right now, the the Philadelphia Eagles are a fucking juggernaut, dude.
6: Yeah, yeah. I'm just and, looking but,
5: at what kind of spread at. You
0: know.
6: Yeah, I wanted to. uh, Oh, yeah, I gotta read super chats after this. To be fair, uh, this was Will's finger at one point during the
5: season.
6: Oh, dude, it was just like. Is that his left hand, though?
5: That's not his throwing hand, hand. at least. Oh, pull it down. Take it down. No, no, look (laughs) at it. it Look at it. I have broken fingers, man. I have broken fingers. Have you guys ever seen this (laughs) movie? Have you seen a movie, not the cartoon one? When I tell you the name, you're going to think the Disney one. Has anybody seen a movie that came out before that called Frozen? Mm-mm. About the people that get stuck on the ski lift? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, so my kid who never wants to hang out with us, my oldest son, he was like, uh, every time we try to watch a family movie, that's like one way we can get everybody in a room. And if we can get him to watch something, it's like... If, It's a miracle. Everybody will be together. And, and, you know, part of it is letting him pick the movie. So he goes, I got one. He said, I think you're going to like it. I'm like, he goes, it's called Frozen. I was like, that cartoon movie? He's like, no. And it's about these people that get stuck on a ski lift. And the park goes, closes for a week. And they're just like, they got, they're up at the fucking top. And this dude jumps off. Like, he's like, I can do it. I can do it. Mm. And his legs Oh gosh, yeah. impact he looks like a banana peel if you <laughs> like yeah. if you put a banana out like that i peel. cringe bro cringe that finger i've broken digits i don't like people touching my fingers and my toes like you might get punched in the f-
6: <laughs> 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 yeah uh he, he was pretty hurt but um i, I mean listen if we're picking oh, it at number oh, nine it's it, fucking awful You want to see it again? Oh, now I know what to. No, now I know how to threaten Tony. Whenever he keeps saying dumb shit or he keeps on calling me his internet wife, I'm gonna pull up the picture of that fucked up finger. I'm gonna make you look at it, dude. Um, but uh, let me read some of these super chats real quick so I don't forget. Uh, White Chocolate Espresso with the one nine nine says Panther fans stop cooking for Payton. I feel like he's probably talking to a few of us, but whatever. Not all of us. Y'all, I mean, yeah, um, someone Uh Brandon <laughs> with the two Why is no other team is interviewing Steve Wilkes? And yeah, we talked about that too. That's you know, he's only a only a name amongst Panther fans, and that's pretty much it.
0: This is what brought my uh, question about from right here.
6: Yep, uh, White Chocolate with the four ninety nine says the Eagles are loaded with talent. I'd rather have someone who's done more with less, which is why I like See Kafka and Wilkes. Fuck that lips, Peyton.
5: So that's my son. I denied it. He even knows how to draw my thoughts.
6: Uh and then uh David Screw says, here's a secret. Stetson Bennett. Oh shit. Dude, I like Stetson. I, I just don't I just don't think that uh he's our future. But listen, we're we're gonna be talking about quarterbacks for months. Cars, like we are not going to be done talking about quarterbacks forever. Anthony Richardson, uh yeah, a lot of people are saying, "Hey, what, you know, if we do a stitching, could that be our very own Jalen Hurts?" And he does have all the talent. In my mind, he's probably more physically talented than even Will Levis. Uh the problem is he's only a one-year starter. He has not played a lot of football, and there's times when the footwork it gets really, really up and down, man. It's not consistent. Uh, in fact, a lot of people have even uh, I think this is kind of played out, but uh, they call him Cam Newton. Like, that's his comparison. Big time oh, arm God. talent, big time runner, uh, but as a thrower, they, they said that his footwork, footwork is is uh, inconsistent. And I, I agree that was a overblown uh, criticism of, of Cam, but Whenever Cam would miss wild, it was normally tied to his footwork, and uh, Richardson has a lot of that same thing about him. However, if you have a Shane Stitching, maybe he's able to iron out some details and, and help further him along.
5: We've talked that ad nauseum at this point about Sean Payton and trading for him, but G brought up this Lamar Jackson. Ugh. Which is interesting because I put out this short like eight months ago. It
6: wasn't yeah, that long. Kill me with this, man.
5: Four or five months ago, you know what I'm saying? Because I had that position when we were talking about dream scenarios. I said, "Bring in Lamar, bring in Roman." Uh, what did I say, Greg Roman. I did mm-hmm. this little short, and now people are messaging me all the time. We're putting messages in the short, going, "Well, Lamar don't even like Greg Roman." Well, that's a new development. That's a new development in this. Uh, Lamar and his whole situation with Baltimore, as more and more, I don't know if it's smoke or fire. Is there a true, real chance of Lamar being on another team other than the Baltimore Ravens? I don't think so. I think the franchise tag just gives them 100% of all the leverage, which is why the players Mm -hmm. don't want it. But I saw one tweet, guys, today that made me like that finger. And it was this guy said this. He said, I might kill myself if the Fal- if Lamar Raven, if Lamar Raven, if Lamar Jackson <laughs> is an Atlanta Falcon. I tweeted that guy said, You might not have to kill yourself. He might kill you. Right. <laughs> <come after> <laughs> yeah. He might kill us. But God, I know you guys saying this is that Lamar Jackson in the Panthers uniform seems like the most improbable thing in the world at some point. But good God is could he really be in our
6: fucking division? Ugh.
2: No, Dude, I'm not. I'm
6: not. I'm not even terrified of Lamar like y'all oh, are, right? well, you I'm just on not you I'm thing just not. You're game. talking about a guy that's one and four in the playoffs. Three, <laughs> oh, oh, three touchdowns he to five interceptions. Like so much
5: worse than your boy. He throws Sean five Lincoln.
6: interceptions in the playoffs. The, the, uh, he has an injury history now. He's seemingly mm-hmm. hurt all the time, every year. And we're supposed to give up what multiple first round picks and pay him forty five million guaranteed every year. Fuck that, man. Look, Why would you want to ba- our dick like that?
0: Yeah. There's a reason Baltimore hadn't paid him yet. Well, like, like everybody's saying it's crazy, and I get it, but there's a reason they haven't paid him yet. And and they know more about him than we do. I'm not saying he's not the guy, he doesn't deserve that money, but you know, we don't know what it's like on the inside of that war room, mm-hmm. or what the inside of the room there, and what they talk with them about, and what they see that we don't see. Like, if he's as good as everybody thinks he is, there should have been no reason he shouldn't have been already inside. To me, that's a red flag; something's wrong.
5: Okay, fair. I mean, it's fair. I mean, well, they did try to pay him a hundred. But I could also easily see out. why
6: Atlanta would want Lamar. You know, that way he could be like the second coming of Michael Vick or whatever. Dude, if if that happens, I hope that we crush him. But Lamar does not really have
0: very comparable stats, right? Wasn't Vick a way better thrower of the ball and much bigger?
6: No, Lamar is taller. Lamar is taller than Vick was. Lamar is 6'2", 212
5: pounds. He is not small.
0: I thought he was smaller than that. I mean, I can prefer
5: to choose Kyler Murray, 2, 212 listed right here. The one that look like a Lego character out there, than there playing. He's John Watson in the NFL. <laughs> he's more compa. Well, and Mike Vick was good, but he was left handed, right? And I think he's my big. most hated that player amazing, in the yeah. school football. And forcibly left handed. Forcibly.
6: Yeah, like he said that whenever he uh, writes with a pen or whatever or signs an autograph, he would always do it right-handed. But throwing the football, he made himself throw left-handed.
0: LeBron James says that he's left-handed when he writes, but he shoots right-handed.
5: Well, there are instances where people do things that feel more natural. So I'm left-handed and I'm completely left-handed. Like, I can't do anything right, you know what I mean, like of any with any dexterity i guess would be the right word or um but some people go like this is they shoot like say they write right-handed but they shoot like a golf club left-handed which is just like yeah it just feels better to them you have force that means he just said this he felt better throwing the football left-handed the only people that were forced to do anything by the other hand were like old school like my grandpa was he said he was originally left-handed, and the nuns in the Catholic school made him. Yeah,
6: right, they right. made him. I've <laughs> he heard dude. stories like that. but you yeah, know, know to attack to attack of Miloa, uh his parents did that to him. He's a right-handed guy, but they made him throw left-handed. Why? Why? That's I don't like know. Most-
5: I dude, I've never heard the whole world as Mr. a left-handed Tagamailoa. person. The whole world is designed for right handed people so much so that I was watching a CSI episode like 25 years ago. And this guy, there was like this crazy murder and nobody, they didn't know how to fucking solve it. And they, you know, finally the brainy guy goes, oh, I got it. And he was like, it wasn't a murder. It was a left handed person using a chainsaw that was designed for a right handed person. And it, like, mutilated him. Mm. And then they said something to the effect of, like, 500 people a year die or have significant injuries for using power tools that are designed for right-handed people. It always stuck in my brain. Every time I use a skill saw, folks, (laughs) a skill saw has a port where it shoots the sawdust out. Mm -hmm. And I've always wondered. I never understood. I was like, every time I use this skill saw, I come out just Covered in sawdust, and then somebody else I know uses it clean. I'm like, man, am I that? And then it finally hit me. Right. Designed for a right handed person.
3: Yeah. I
5: I think that's never in their life been forced to be left handed. I call
0: faults on them, but that's why it helps. helps. Yeah, that's why it helps right there. Because because okay. the rest of the world is trained to be right handed, that's why a left-handed pitcher is more valuable because you're looking at a different position. Okay. The ball coming out of a, position, a different a, position. Okay. In football, a right tackle is now your blind side, which is much easier to get than a left tackle. The ball coming out of your oh hand gosh. looks different is for a defender. Us well, you, you roll, to, no, no, you roll no, 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 to a different no, side. No, 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 no these are all advantages. Yeah. yeah. These are don't all advantages.
6: It, Tony, because then mm. also the way the football, uh the the way the football hits your hand when you're like the the way the ball is. Receivers no, right. The way it. the ball spins when it's coming out of a left hand versus coming out of a right hand is different. Also, the that's angle for saying, defense, the receivers also, fucking hate it. But also the the defensive backs hate it too because oh, those gosh, angles that's big advantage.
5: Like that's the dumbest thing I've ever. You know the dumbest only you who know, does
6: like it. The defensive backs hate it. You know yeah. that's why they that's
2: why they say uh, people who they punt a certain way too. Like they'll punt. That's uh, different.
5: I agree with dude That is that Bill Belichick says that he likes a left-footed kicker because it throws everybody off. But right. it doesn't I mean that defensive backs can't catch anyway.
6: True. I mean, I either way, dude. Yeah, I don't. The, mean, the, I don't to, to to me, to me. How do we even play. get to the? How do we even get to Lamar from that? But yeah, no, <laughs> dude, I don't want to right, right. hear any more about Lamar. I don't want to hear any more about Lamar. I'm not going to entertain giving givin up giving up two first round draft picks and paying him $50 a guaranteed no. years? Would you rather give what? up two first
5: rounders for Lamar, or two first rounders for Sean Payton? I would do Lamar in a heartbeat if I had, I had to do fair. if I had to do one of the two. Yeah, 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 yeah the two choices. Give me Lamar. Peyton. I'm keeping the money. or keeping How about the this? The choice, but one Peyton first round for Peyton, two Lamar first has rounders it. for Lamar. Which one are you taking? I'm
6: not giving up. Lamar has game. only won one playoff game. He's not comparable. Can somebody it, tell me how many playoff man. games
5: Deshaun Watson has, has won? And do you remember? Why do you not
6: always have ball. to bring up He's Deshaun Watson won. every time we bring up Lamar Jackson? Because you were it's not related. Really
5: he keeps that receipt they in his the pocket. Yeah. Oh, they're <laughs> so related, dude. receipt's in his wallet. They're so related. They're so comparable, A. And B, I guarantee you that I think Lamar, is, I think uh, Deshaun's one and two in the playoffs or one and three. Wow. Watson is one and two. So he's only won one game, too. So I don't want to hear that. And don't no, tell me, hold That's not, not even that's fucking awesome.
6: true. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. One yeah, and two. It
5: yeah oh see look he can't even believe i, I, I think they had it's a bye like this, one year and they Watson goes game. in his face he goes that wasn't that i know he didn't just do that on my
6: face dude they beat the buffalo bills the one year it was the year that they, they lost to the chiefs the- in the divisional round see, uh, that, 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 he beat the uh the buffalo bills uh one year in the playoffs and was that the same year that they lost it i'm about to look it up y'all Talk.
5: yeah look it up because i promise you, you only won one game let's go to the next call the number is 252-228-5098 boy what a hard-on for deshaun watson cody lashney still has hey guys better uh, than this is jj uh, shout out cody for saying what's up jj um
1: Honestly I didn't really have much to say about the Panthers. Um honestly just wanted to say to everybody, like, comment, subscribe, you know. Everybody should fuck with C three, you know. They're the best entertainers for this best team that we all love and Thanks. support, you know. Uh, you should all come to a Friday Free Falls. We can use a few extra people for the off season so we can come even stronger for next season, you know, oh, yeah. build this play or build this fan base, should I say? Um, I remember that one episode not too long ago. Tony was saying we we should come up with like little slogans. Um, like 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 after a player's name, cause like y'all was talking shit about uh CJ Henderson, and it was like how bad of a performance. I'm, I'm gonna come with something strong. I I I thought of something the other day, and it, it slipped my mind, but. um uh, you know, we, we should honestly try to come up with stuff like that. I thought that was honestly the coolest idea of trying to actually get a, a real slogan for this team, or at least another one that, you know, might be more more up-to-date than the whole keep pounding, especially if this franchise is going to take a, uh, another step forward, you know, depending on what we do. But, I mean, like, back to what I was mainly saying, uh, I love the podcast. You know, shout out everybody there: Tony, Cody, Greg, and CK. You know, the whole gang. Hope all four of y'all are there, having a great day, having a great Tuesday night. Hope hopefully y'all hit y'all prize picks this weekend. Keep going strong on that. Trust hey. you good. Um, you know, use code C three. Um, yeah, keep keep on this C three nation. You know, we all we all in this together
6: keep pounding shout out to hey give, give that man the applause tony dude that, that he he uh, sorry our prize picks promo code oh we're gonna C3. you know what it's
5: a good uh segue too no
6: dude yeah dude no shout out to jj uh he, he makes some great points very supportive of panther nation he's been on there every friday free for all uh yeah shout out to jj man there's a revamping Carolina Panthers are going to be going through in the next uh, couple of years.
5: Uh, don't forget the C3 Panthers podcast is, like our caller said, sponsored by Prize Picks, and we're trying to hit some. I'm trying to hit some. I've been cooled off, cooled off. But guess what, folks? You can go play daily fantasy football sports and go on your own heater. And uh, here's a great way to start. They're going to give you right now this week. They're giving you a free square for Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, or free entry, I guess you should say.
6: Joe, cool, baby.
5: Boy, boy, uh, take a, the cooler to heat you up right there. It's as cold as ice, but that's going to be fire when you use the promo code C3 and you, as a first-time depositor, get a 100% deposit match up to $100. And you know what? Your odds of making money on your first daily fantasy football play have gone up tremendously as you get the Joe Burrow free square. Let's see what happens if we play a little prize picks this week. Let's go ahead and take our free square. The way it works is you pick multiple players. You have to pick a minimum of two. Uh, The more players uh, that you uh, place entries against their projected fantasy football projection, uh, and the more uh you could potentially get paid out up to twenty five times your money you put down five dollars and you get like two hundred fifty or something, whatever five times twenty five is or five hundred or whatever that may be. let's do this. say you put in twenty five times your money at ten dollars that would be what twenty five hundred bucks hell yeah. If you hit all of those on the flex pick, but you can take a little safer approach and just go two picks, get three times your money, four picks, five times your money. Uh, don't hold me to the numbers because I'm not good enough to remember the wins as much as I have mourned a couple of the losses as of late. But I've hit a four for on a five and hit 50 bucks ten times. That's what it is. Ten times your money, four picks cops mm-hmm. you. Ten times your money. Use the promo code C three with Prize Picks. Let's drop onto these real quick. Joe Burrow is a must. How do we feel about Brock Purdy against the Philadelphia Eagles? I don't love that number. Jalen Hurts. I don't know if I love that number entirely because of how much he can run the ball, and I am concerned about the um the obviously how good the San Francisco 49ers defenses and look at this guys Patrick Mahomes one ankle injury cost him 80 yards this dude is consistently projected at 300 315 yards this week you get Patrick Mahomes at 264 and a half as they host the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC championship but he is gimpy folks High ankle sprain may not practice at all this week.
6: Are any of these numbers popping off at you guys? So mm. go to the touchdowns, Tony. Scroll up. I'll let me. Let me. I'll give you a peek at uh Yeah, pa, uh, pass rushing or pass rushing and receiving touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey at point five. It feels let like tell it's you, a
5: Guarantee every week,
6: dude. You have to. That's that's brilliant right there. Uh, i Didn't would also look uh, it. I get it. I get it. and i would also look into two of the tight ends um either kittle or goddard uh those to me uh last time i checked on when i looked uh they were
5: but you know the, my being hurt
6: or the, uh, you can also do the receiving yards they're both pretty low i think they're both at 45 uh, last time i yeah 45 I like and a half both
5: I like of them. It. Kelsey, I that's not.
9: That.
6: Uh, I, I would also...
5: Under on that. Um, yeah. T. Higgins. 54, 54 and a one. half. I like that a lot.
6: Do his recent ones. Let me see his recent... Uh, yeah, He hasn't had Higgins.
5: giant games. Oh, he's been quiet as of late. Oh, yeah. Where is, he the... being? is he destined for a breakout, though? Mm. Where, what's, so, the, what's the T. Higgins story, folks? Can Greg or somebody? Can you guys Google? Is T. Higgins injured?
6: No, he's is not he injured, injured. Just Jamar Jamar Chase takes up a lot of uh, receiving yards, and yeah. they got Hayden Hurst and Joe Mixon that they're feeding the ball. The, the Bengals have weapons, man. That's why I know they uh, got Tyler
5: Boyd, but T. Higgins is the man, dude. Yeah, he's only gotten
0: f- eight receptions in the last three games.
6: He's oh. the number one wide receiver. Yeah,
0: eight receptions uh, in the
6: last eight? three games. Maybe mm. not over Jamar, but he is a number one wide receiver. I like know?
5: that. I think that mm. feels like a number that people look at the past three games.
6: You nah, know. I would feel better about George Kittle. Yeah, I agree with white chocolate than I would uh, to Higgins. No, I just put Kittle. What's I mean, Kittle's Kittle. Number? Look, you can do the touchdowns. Okay. You can do the touchdowns or the receiving. Yep.
5: I get nervous about Kittle if Mahomes is hurt. I guess it doesn't hurt if any comes in. Kittle's still a boss. Is that what you guys are saying? And where... Oh, no, you guys are saying Kittle. I'm thinking Kelsey. What is yeah, Kittle? No. Nobody
6: knows what Kittle's going to do every week. Where is yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's been, been falling him. off. Up, 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 Keep on. Yeah, there he is. Right there. Right I don't know if... uh
5: God. How I would is trust that, that more than two
6: Two Higgins. I would trust that more.
5: Ugh. Mm. All right. Um I got two of um, them. One, two, three, four. I'd like I'm gonna do the fiver this week. And try, I gotta try to get a big win.
0: Well, didn't we say the five isn't the prize for the five is no more than four, right? You four? No,
5: you can get. Uh, oh, is it six that you got to do to get the twenty-five?
0: Yeah, I see, I, th- I think, no, but I'm not sure. I that. think the difference between five and four is nothing. So I don't. If it's that's the case, then I would just go with four. But I'm not Here's positive. Good point. good
5: point. Let's see this. Let's let's do it right now. Let's see. I like Jer, uh, clearly Joe Burrow on the mower. Really, this is a four because we get free Joe Burrow. We like Christian McCaffrey. I like. Odert and say this one works. Four out of four gets you ten times <laughs> your money. Let's say if we just added one real quick. What does that do? Same. Yeah, so it's a oh, no point going, you going five. Though.
6: You get yeah, a
5: say, Do y'all think I'm stupid of on
6: one of on one of mine I put Jalen Hurts at less than 234 passing yards. I mean, I could see it being a lower
5: game. I don't love the passing yards of the over for him because he could open mm-hmm. it up yeah. uh, on the ground a little bit. You just don't know how he's going to get his 300, and that defense is pretty good. He could be scrambling more. Um, let's see if we can find a good one in here. Maybe we can find two gems really quick. See, Jamar Chase seven catches a lot. How many are you doing? Now I'm just saying we could either stick here with four and go power play. We could go five and you get a f- still could just do this. It would be safer to do that, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Just and it goes go power and play.
6: And uh, Dude, just do you sound like play.
5: I don't know if I love this freaking Kittle one. I need some loot though. Let's hit it. Let's hit it.
6: Prize uh, no, you can only no, you can only do the promotion once, or a maximum probably. of twenty five dollars on the did it Already it? Did it say no? You must yeah, you must have.
0: You must have something else already in. Do you have any other? But you must have a in?
5: previous. I, I do. I probably did something out of anger. I, like <laughs> no, I, I
6: did the same. I did the same I, thing. I've got two of them.
5: What is Prospects going to do?
0: The one well, not Prospects, They don't worry about it. Whenever they do this Taco Tuesday thing, where they give you this like burrow here with one yard. And Burrow gets injured in the first play of the game and doesn't have a passing yard, or gets injured for the well, right? That's what I'm saying. But how crazy is it going to be? That's I guarantee almost everybody takes that because it's a almost a guarantee. Hey, man, it's 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 it's
6: it's, uh, the risk, yeah. Yeah.
5: Ooh, will San Francisco have to punt the ball four times? That's a really hefty number. I don't know if I love that. Uh, Kittle, here's your Kittle and Godert. 47 and group. each. So like one combined. of them could
0: get that and you win. That's combined, right? right? It's like you have to get that together. Mm. That's not uh, That's mm. 45 yards a piece, 47 yards a piece. That's not, not, that's right, what they call them at 45 and a half. You but.
5: know what? I'm going back to my baby. I think T. Higgins has a big game this week. So I'm going to hit the more. We're going all after it.
6: You know, he went to a really good college. That guy, T. Higgins, hmm.
5: is it somewhere in South Tell Carolina? How many more did he?
6: Yeah, he I mean, came
5: to a real good college.
6: I mean, he, uh, you know, Death Valley, South Carolina, God's country, some right. tigers, you know,
5: never heard of him. Uh, Dude, shut up. That's price picks, folks. Promo code C3. Use it. A lot of people love it. We love it. Can we go to the next call, guys? The number's 252-228-5098. Let's get into it.
10: What's up, C3? It's Anthony from Charlotte. Uh, Just calling in. Not much news right now because we still don't know who the coach is. Hope everyone's having a good Tuesday. Um, So, really, I, I... you know I I made my stance clear on Tron Payton and I was thinking about this guys um even if we don't get Tron Payton and whoever is the next head coach I I still really you know I really don't see Tepper drafting a quarterback like I really I truly see him trying to you know he really wants he really wants to win now and I could truly see him trying to go after good beat be hungry again for um one of these free agent guys. Like last last offseason he tried getting Watson, Stafford, and there's even rumors that he was interested in cousins. So I, I truly think he thinks this team is only a couple pieces away. Now I hope that all those McCaffrey picks we got turn out to be good players. Because if not it's gonna it's gonna look like we gave away McCaffrey for free, man. But they aren't first round picks; they're later round picks. And as a Panthers fan, we all know that we do not have a good history with later round picks. So there's a lot to discuss right now in terms of you know the draft coming up. But yeah, I really don't see us taking a quarterback to be honest. I think Tepper's gonna go after one of these teams like a or one of these quarterbacks like a Derek Carr or someone to that caliber, like that's truly what I believe. Hopefully, though, the next coach will be able to develop the quarterback, whether that's Shane Station or uh, even, I mean, Steve Wilkes, you know. So we'll see, man. It's still a, uh, still, um, a head coaching search, so – But yeah, man, you already know. Anthony from Charlotte. Let me know y'all thoughts on uh, the coach and the quarterback situation. G3, you're the best. Anthony from Charlotte, once again, keep motherfucking pounding, boys.
6: Keep pounding. Mm, I don't know. Do the options? Obviously, you know, once upon a time this season, Tony said it would be malpractice for us to just start next season with just Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. Uh but, but that what that basically means is you either or Matt, Corral, Matt I think only. Well I mean <laughs> nah don't change up now. Well, don't you realize feathers, if you start the season it, with Sam Darnold and I Matt Corral that it would be I malpractice.
5: Yes you I don't like going, going whatever into the season where just Matt Corral would be malpractice.
6: Because my don't my have point is, if defense. if you're, you're if you're gonna bring on another quarterback to the team, then you're gonna have free agent guy. You're gonna have I to like draft more. one, draft one in the first round. And if you're gonna draft one in the first round, again, I don't want to do this thing where we're forcing ourselves to reach on whatever quarterback is there. There could be a really good player that we end up passing on just because we have. Uh, convinced ourselves that we must go quarterback, but then it opens it up to all the other different options. You have is it Derek Carr? You know, uh, I don't even know who else
5: is, is. I don't tell me a name that's better than that one,
6: than Derek Carr.
5: Yeah, I mean, like, is that if you could go out there, uh, a reasonable name, like, I mean, no Lamar, no, we're gonna get somebody like Tom... I mean, I'm, I guess you could even say Tom Brady, but I mean, think about this is, you know, not a crazy trade, just a realistic veteran option. I think the names out there probably are Daniel Jones, Carr, I always forget if it's David or Derek, whichever the fuck one is, Um, and Geno Smith. I'm trying to think if there are any other names of a, that fits the kind of mold
7: that you, you haven't really? already
5: walked out there like Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. But do you really want another car on the team? Like remember last time we had a oh. car on this team? No, it's no, <laughs> not really. I mean, it's so fun. I mean, I know I, no, I hate it. <laughs> actually, I didn't. I don't hate I felt so bad for him. The dude got sacked 140 times in two years. <laughs>
6: <God. Yeah>. He <laughs> is. <laughs> he, I guess he, he should have moved his ass.
5: Nah, man. Like, listen to this. Uh, it, well, maybe, I guess. Maybe he have a chance. The thing is, is that as an expansion team, he was the first round, he was the first pick. And uh he came in there. He was actually Hold on. productive through the as air, an expansion but Expansion team.
0: Weren't they? He wasn't no, he he wasn't with us like in our like early Houston.
7: 2000s. Yeah, oh, when
5: he went to Houston. Oh, Okay, I got you. I like, guess right. you know so I was like, no, he no. was the okay. number one pick, he had some productivity. I think he came him and Andre Johnson maybe were picked in the same year. I might be wrong on that, but <laughs> hey, like he actually had some volume of productivity. It's the problem is, is that if you look up the quarterback who has been sacked the most times in a single season, it's his name. And then guess what? If you look up the guy who's been sacked. The second most times in a single season, it's him as well. <laughs> this motherfucker got demolished so much so that I think he mentally, like I'm really concerned that when heavy overweight people walk in a room, he just pees his pants. Like i mean, just very terrible him. Just
6: destroying him.
5: Like, yeah. I mean, that poor guy's got PTSD. Yeah. That's what I would say. So, like, I know, I know it's easy. I joked on him about two gloves. He wore the two gloves, and this and that. And he was broken by the time he came to Carolina. That was silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The brothers over there. That was cried before. That was before
6: my time as a fan. I'm just saying, Derek Carr as a player, he's too inconsistent, man. Okay, incon- but, I, uh, I've seen this. Dude, I I, 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 I little, have seen this is dude more
5: inconsistent than Sam Darnold, though. No.
6: I mean, I've seen him throw so yeah. many. He's going to be more expensive. How about that? Sam can throw a much cheaper uh, interception than Derek Carr could. <laughs> okay. and, and I've I mean, seen I mean, Derek Carr. That's a fair, argument. That's a I've fair seen, argument. I've seen Derek Carr choke in too many big time games and big time moments for me to be excited about I, this guy. I I, I, I mean, at I'm this point, point, I would excited. rather I mean, get I'm excited. who's
5: the best option out of the person that fits that bill.
6: That's it. But I mean, th- that, that,
5: that's it for the long call. But you think gives you positions you to tutor a new quarterback to get you in a good. I think his name has got to be at the top. People are gonna say Gino, which I think the Seahawks are gonna have trouble moving on from after this year. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna beg him to come back at a discount because they gave him the shot and this and that. He feels cool. I think they would say that. Um, I mean, really, is like, are you gonna take Carr or Daniel Jones? Do you say Daniel Jones' mobility mm-hmm. sets him apart? Some maybe. people say Dar- a Carr has the best arm, like one of the best arms in the league. Like he can really fucking chunk it. He has a maybe, big maybe arm, strongest. He, yeah, yeah.
6: Well, it, and not even strongest. He has a big arm. He definitely does. Yeah, but but it's not it's He's not overly mobile. He's a statue behind the pocket. Uh, to okay. me, Sam Darnold represents a better physical skill set mm-hmm. than Derek Carr, and yeah, I think he'd be cheaper. Okay. White, white talk expression I will not shut up about this last super chat. Someone look up Lamar's second and Trevor's second year. I have no idea how that's relevant to anything, but pretty sure. When he's you.
5: saying this, I'll, I'll look it, is. it up here in a second. Yeah. You talk and shit then... about Lamar, and Lamar is far more accomplished than all these people that you fucking gush about, bro. Ugh.
6: He's I... not going to be better than mm. fucking Trevor Long. I don't give a shit, dude. R-M-T. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not about the cop of, of Lamar. Nah, not at all. Uh, Locks main I with the two dollars. the
5: best person about making a decision. And dying on it, yeah. dying on that. I hill. mean,
6: there's a, yeah. I mean, look, there's a, there is a difference in skill set, oh. and I, I just think that one. Is that difference in skill set? Oh yeah.
9: shit! You're yeah,
6: you're right. There's is a
5: difference. That in Lamar what they're is capable, more, than more doing. talented than Trevor Lawrence.
6: Lamar is faster than Trevor Lawrence. That's what he is.
5: Can throw it farther.
6: Uh, no, no, it can't. This'll Give it. me a oh, fucking I bet a
5: hundred dollars.
6: No, Y'all have are, to refresh no. my memory. How do we even prove this? By the way, Locksman oh, says uh, Sean Payton, number one, Steve Wilkes, number two, and Frank Wright, number three. Appreciate it, Locks.
0: Hey, Cody, real quick, I just wanted to say, you said Carr was before your time, and I wanted to ask you guys because I can't really remember. Was it Carr or was it Jimmy Clawson that they were so bad that Carolina only threw the ball like three times that the entire awesome. game?
5: was it Clawson? Was, okay. Or uh, he was the guy that we just like – he played more games for us. Carr was a uh, came in as a backup that had to come in on short notice, I think, or something yeah. like that. By the, the way, Trevor Lawrence has team won team just
6: team. as many playoff games as as fucking Lamar Jackson. So, how I many has he, he won the same amount of MVPs? Uh, only two years in the NFL. He just got Doug Peterson Michigan as coach. Lamar's had, had the same coach the same? for four years, dude. And he's injury prone, dude. I won't hear this shit. <laughs>
5: We know oh, yeah. Trevina Lawrence <laughs> is your girlfriend.
6: I already converted
5: Travina sitting in a can...
6: You're such a loser. You haven't, converted me, can... but you
0: haven't converted me, but I am looking. I'm I'm definitely it definitely caught my attention. Let's put it that way. Trevor Lawrence is my i might be eating a lot of crow with that guy. He might be pretty damn good. He's okay. No, you know what it is? He just doesn't get rattled. For a rookie quarterback to throw four interceptions in the first half and be down oh, as much as he was so in that game stands means a lot. It that's,
5: helps when you're playing the, the Chargers who always fucking crumble. Nah, who has just, it right? are an NFL right team.
6: can pass way better on. than Lamar. And you can it's not true. It you all? guys
5: believe that. It's not actually true, though. No, it is people true. People believe that because they've heard the hype. Lamar has become a much more accomplished passer than people yes. get credit for. Yes, He's um, good, but fine. he's also not
6: your proto- – it's okay to say that he's not your prototypical – You're right. That's
5: he's awesome. better than your prototypical quarterback. How He's about not, this? We'll go around the horn. Just as a pure go around the horn, We're not going to ask Cody, and we're not going to ask myself. If you had... We were in the backyard. Kevin, I blame had, you for this. Shit. And we had to pick teams. CK, you had to pick a quarterback as first pick, and there's only two quarterbacks to pick from. Yeah, no between Lamar and, and Trevor. Yeah, and only you and Greg get to answer it because you know what I think and you know what Cody
2: thinks. <laughs> That's
6: tough, man. It is I just on, feel man. like
2: Trevor has a uh, bigger upside, so I'm going Trevor Lawrence.
6: Hey.
0: Honestly, I, the question for me would have to be who else is he playing with because I think that matters for both those players, but I think I agree with CK. I think the ceiling is higher for Trevor. None, okay, I don't say ceiling is higher. It's a, like Cody said, it's a different skill set. I think that Trevor is a better throw of the ball than Lamar, Lamar's bad. But Lamar is better on the ground. So, it's,
2: but but my question is where start. where we can start to maybe um, bring history into this conversation. How long in the history of mobile quarterbacks? How long have their careers lasted?
6: Mm-hmm. Not exactly. very long.
2: Let's not draft Steve's. Uh, uh, who
5: was uh, Anthony Richardson? Steve Young Steve Young. Fuck Steve Young. Are you talking about the one person that you can (laughs) put on that list? John Elway, would you say? Yeah, right. You
6: mentioned Steve Steve fucking That's how far you have to go back.
5: Cam Newton.
2: Cam Newton had less than a 10-year career. He really had seven seven maybe good years of... of,
7: But I'm saying the history
2: of pocket passers as opposed to mobile quarterbacks the 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 history of their careers tend to last longer for the people who maintain who are good the pockers or pat pa, pa, well, pocket said, passers it. if I can speak. <laughs> um and uh and so I, I that's where I, I I now it's not to say Lamar can't be a, a a pocket passer, but I will say um he's he came into this league with a little bit of a um I don't know uh, I, I don't I, I I would say an arrogance in my mind at the very beginning because when people were questioning whether he was going to risk himself getting hurt because he was a mobile quarterback, um, he said, I've played football my entire life. I know how to not take a hit. Like, every right. person in this NFL has not played football Man, their entire not life.
5: wrong.
2: What do you mean he's been hurt? Like, but this is because he's not hit.
5: hit. Because again, it, that's again like Cam, like the injuries have come in different ways, I would say. Sure, but, okay. but I want to know this. Do you guys like Trevina Lawrence more because he's the only girl in the room, or no. do you dislike Trevor Lawrence? You have nothing
6: to say, and you have I'm nothing not, I'm not to def- say about football.
0: Yeah, I'm not defending Trevor Lawrence's looks. I still think he looks like a girl, and i with that, but Looks like um, that dude from uh, Days or Hands, yeah. But he, I think you have to put less talent around Trevor Lawrence to get the same product you would around Lamar Jackson. <laughs> You're crazy, yeah, I You're think tra- I think Trevor Lawrence cool can podcast. do more with less than Lamar can do. I think you got you, Lamar has to have a specific set of people around him to be successful. I think Trevor this Lawrence. Is can him be. I think everybody. Else Lamar is has
6: to run a very specific uh, offense. Lamar ain't had you had no have to have a great Roman yet. style. You have you have to be running court all the time in order to get the yeah, defense okay. to play zone yeah. coverage because he doesn't throw against man that well. He's had okay. a fantastic coach. I he's had one of the best this, tight ends in the league his whole
5: career. You, like, okay. all right, we're going to move on game, to the next you know? conversation, but I think that a lot of this is presupposed on the fact that people think and been told that Trevor Lawrence was an exceptional prospect, and then people are brainwashed into thinking that Lamar was a prospect that needed so much work. And then those narratives fucking infiltrate the conversation so much, and I just think it's false. I think that Lamar has exceeded every expectation. I don't and think anybody has that given me yeah. a bunch of fucking excuses for Trevor. Trevor. Well, how could you
6: say exceeded every expectations? He's been
5: won the, the playoffs. a second it, year bro it, it,
6: Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, what has he done that, in dude? big no, in the biggest games, in the biggest moments, does he show up and win football? But it's Trevor
5: Lawrence do? He had one playoff win. What did he do in the last game? He, he, beat the Char- he, he won his he first playoff his game. game ever. He could be By the way, look at Lamar Jackson's Gandy first playoff. Gimpy, gimpy, gimpy. ass Gimpy. I'm pretty sure
0: gimpy he wasn't playing as... against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes won't defend his passes. So that's Patrick Mahomes' injury doesn't. Really well, still, it that. does
5: matter. It's the big game. Yeah, but that's that's a technicality. A I hate when people game. say that. When
0: people say, "Oh, Brady beat Favre or Brady beat Manning," it's like, no, he didn't. Brady beat Manning's
2: defense. Well, what? Like, it, it didn't. Big game. Trevor Supposed
5: Lawrence, a Lawrence had that much more right, accomplishment on, on let me,
2: college. Let me let me do this. Let me let me break this down. Let's forget about accolades as far as an MVP because I think that that could also be skewed based on who uh you know. There's an argument that if you look at the history of the or the the players that year that Lamar Jackson wasn't the best quarterback in the league right um but you add his rushing and all that stuff it obviously changes the narrative slightly so my question to you Tony is what is it about Lamar Jackson that makes you so so focused on being willing to give away future draft picks uh the ability to uh you know potentially ha- be able to fi- sign free agents because of the contract we would have to give him. What about him makes you believe that he is going to be able to take a team to the next level when they haven't been able to do that with him without having to pay him yet?
6: He can run real good. No, oh, I'm, I, I'm man, honestly asking. I'm asking just are
5: not my friend no more, Cody. <laughs> you have turned your back bad. on our That's own. A legit question. Though. Yeah. No, you turned your back on your own kind. You sound like someone who said Derek Anderson would be better for the Carolina Panthers. I will tell you exactly what it is, Cody. Is that the I meant Cody CK? I'll tell you is first of all, I'm just giving you the straight up option, and I'm still considering Lamar because I believe he has been a crazily dynamic quarterback who has made a lot. He's been the guy. He reminds me many of the ways, I guess of what Cam did for my life, which is says this is I don't care who's hurt. I don't care what our offensive, I don't care who's around us. We got Cam. We got a chance. I felt Lamar has done that in droves and arguably more consistent to some people than even Cam did while he was in the league. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. What makes me willing to do that is ultimately Living in a land that you have a quarterback you believe in. And as much as Cody Lashney in here believes that Trevor Lawrence is supposedly head and shoulders above Lamar, is that I'm ultimately, I just think he's shown that he's got it. He's got like what? the it, the it, whatever that is that Mahomes got, whatever it is that Allen got, whatever it's the factor, and I think that he is. Just got a specialness that you believe that that Cody believes that Trevor Lawrence innately already has that he just hasn't seen come to fruition. I think we've seen it from Lamar. So I don't know I
6: how much, that that
5: have, but I would straight up pick Lamar today in a football game if I was drafting my team over Trevor Lawrence. All right. So the reason
2: pick- I asked I asked those questions is because we have five years of history on Lamar Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the Pretty one year too. he had one year of over 100 QBR uh, quarterback mm-hmm. rating. Um, and that was his his MVP season. Um, he didn't even exceed 3,500 yards. He was at 3,127 yards. Okay. Um, that's the most yards he's ever thrown as a quarterback in the NFL. Now, why that's concerning if I'm a, a, a Lamar Jackson fan? How many yards you say? Thirty-one, almost thirty, a little over thirty-one hundred is the most yards he has thrown in the NFL um, in a season. And that was his best year. Okay. Um, Now that's again, to go back to concern with that is that's not a lot. And he's not going to be athletic for his entire career. Right. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be as athletic as he is now. 3,100. You said, right. 3,127 total yards. That's all that he threw for. Now we can talk about everything else, but right now that's what I'm focusing on. Um, now, what is more concerning? What about
5: interceptions, do you, do you not count in interceptions yards per attempt?
2: He had uh, six interceptions that year.
5: Yeah,
2: He had six interceptions that year on on fifteen games, and that was when what there were sixteen attempt? games in the season. Yeah, uh, uh, that, that was, that was a
0: great. That was a great year. four hundred and
2: one attempts. Four hundred and one attempts. So he was the two
5: best seasons. The second season for both of these guys. All right, continue. These are the so, steps for year two for both of them.
2: Okay. Um, and so are is, is that comparing the two? Yeah, this
5: is their exact oh, this it. is year two. Sure. For each, their best season, right? Is Lamar Jackson was 13 and two. Trevor Lawrence was nine and eight. So hey, just put that out. You can make all the caveats you want. Mm-hmm. Look at this. 200 401 attempts. Look at the completion percentage. Uh-huh. 66 of the completion percentage is virtually the same, yeah. So it's irrelevant. On
6: no, no, no don't just say virtually the same. Trevor threw almost damn near 200 more attempts and had and, a still, had a, and still had a better completion percentage,
2: and only two more interceptions, 60. by the way.
6: It's yeah, 60, that's my point. One and 60, if yes, you can say a better the
5: completion percentage is virtually the same. It's an average. He got
7: then, you more know, what? Yards. If you
5: say that this is that the complete look is that he basically also if you don't want to compare that then you can't say that trevor lawrence's thousand more yards matter because oh well he had a hundred more attempts no he had they both had a 66 percent completion rate right you sure. so even jackson threw more but Fox Fox he technically should have had the same
2: yeah. yeah. off let me l- let me at this least is
5: where you're looking at is the yards CK said the yard hang in there with me. I wasn't
2: done expressing my my concerns beyond that. Okay. Um, so going beyond that, now what we need to focus on, because let's be real about it. That's four years ago. That was his his number. Four years ago. Um, he had a decent year of the year after that. He threw for less yards, more interceptions. Um, and uh, and then the year this past two years have been suboptimal. He has yeah. played in only 12 games because of injuries right. on both of those seasons. So, now we're seeing a a very similar trajectory to Cam Newton with the injury history, except for it's happening a lot quicker with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um now we're talking about that. This year or, or I'll go last year because I think it's more indicative of 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 it's a little bit more fair. Um he had a similar 64% uh, completion percentage. He only had 16 touchdowns to 13 interceptions.
5: Okay, their whole um, team was injured last year. If you remember that, it's, so oh, you want to talk about Lawrence you know, oh, talk oh, about having a bad year last year, they literally their entire they had like twenty seven injuries. So, 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 did Trevor he, Lawrence did in
0: his second year is on a on an All Star team.
6: Yeah, exactly. I mean, if
0: you are going to use that
5: argument, you got to say Trevor Lawrence not on an no, All Star team. I am saying this so. is that this is the touchdown decrease and the success decrease is not just his play. Sure, entirely. And it might not be, but, but it's his also went up from the year before. They won a lot more games the year before. Right. So his yardage sure. went down, his touchdowns went down. But that also could be. All right. So all right. I'm listening.
2: He's just been on a downward trajectory since that. Okay. It has not been and that's like, a fair, fair like, point. Like he had the one MVP season, and then every year it's a step down, a step down, a step down, a step down, right? that's for 3 consecutive years we've seen lamar jackson not be a game changer for his team and now we've talked about his his contract situation coming into play you talk about all of those things and then you have to talk about the fact that we had to question his leadership this year because of decisions potentially that he's making whether he's deciding to, he's not healthy or he is healthy right? right patrick mahomes sprained his has a high ankle sprain which, by the way, most every player in the NFL would no, be sitting there.
5: Do not say he's already got his 300 million contract over whatever it is, 30 years. or Exactly. Years. exactly. And the fact he that he's still playing, he's still playing. But he already played. He already still got playing. He, if his fucking foot falls off, he gets his money. Right, Omar, it's not, that's not the same.
2: Let me ask you a question. Toby. But
5: I understand that there are question marks about the way he's handled his contract. I, I, would I disagree with that, but I don't think. And Sam as a passer, you're enough- you're,
6: jump, you're jumping over my criticism of him. Is that he is not an elite passer, and if he is, he has not yet proven himself to be outside of an offense where they're running him fucking twenty times a game. It, it, it's me- not. It's not. It's it, it, Trevor Lawrence's style of quarterback. Is more sustainable to a long-term future than a Lamar Jackson, and he's not even a a, a, a very big guy. He's kind of thin. He's put on some weight, but CJ's like, right. the 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 lifespan is different for the style of quarterback.
2: And I think that you know, I I feel like your thought process of Patrick Mahone is playing because he's already gotten paid, right? Is the opposite of what it should be. Mm -hmm. It's like it's what is the biggest criticism of Lamar Jackson is he can't win. He can't win the the big games. So what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to sit out of the big games when you have an opportunity to prove that you can do the things that you're saying that you're able to do mm -hmm. like that's those are two. uh, So it's like if I go to work and I sit here and say, I want a raise. But, well, we don't know if we want to give you a raise because your performance here is suffering. You might be really good in other places, but your performance here is suffering. So I just don't show up at work the next day,
5: right? Well, this is you're also (laughs) making a comparison to that is in analogous, I guess, is the word because there are also plenty of people that could do that whatever job is, whatever that hypothetical job is. I'm a quarterback. There aren't. (laughs) No, there are not a lot of people that can do the job of an NFL quarterback. I would like to point out this is Lamar Jackson in his best season had more passing touchdowns that year than Deshaun Watson did in his best season. Right. I, I, so what about that?
2: Sure. Look, I mean, you know, that's are fair, I'm, fair stats. And yeah. I, I, no, I, again, I'm not saying that the difference that like, you heard my hesitation when I first said this, I, right? mean, I think it those was, are
5: fair criticisms more about his, the way he's handled his contract, the way his injury has had, I think injuries, I think mm. the decline, I think you've, or kind of the downward tra- tra- trajectory rather than the upward. And I think the way he's handled this contract, I think are all fair criticisms. I just think, too, I would be cautious about crowning other people just because they haven't had the opportunity to decline yet. I
2: think, I think you know what we what have saying? been I more than critical of all, Trevor think, Lawrence. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I mean, we've oh, been, okay. we all on the panel outside of Cody have been very critical of mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence. We, I, we And we're not at the point where we're crowning him, but it is hard to ignore the jump from year one to year two. And mm-hmm. you see that similar with Lamar. Now, we might have more mm-hmm. answers next year with, with him having a, a consistent and a full off season with Doug Peterson, having had a year under the belt. Um, and them having to, and the city the a
5: division, arguably other than ours in football.
2: Right. And so you're going to have them be able to go out and start stacking up on, on talent. Um, I think the the Jaguars have a bright future. Um, they're going to be the NFC or ASC South champions for at least the next three or four years. Uh, because okay. I, I just don't see any of these guys in, the, right. in that division competing.
5: I like the trending up argument. I think you've made some fair points about Lamar Jackson. Let's go to the call. The next call, the numbers. 252-228-5098. When I hear your thoughts about the coaching uh, status, who do you want? Sean Payton out? You trying to go with the... Would you call him the Fourth Reich? Ugh, so terrible. You can't say that. You get canceled for that. I don't know you're what... Trying you're trying to get
6: to. canceled.
5: Um, I just watched that show, Hunters. I'm telling you guys. Gotta watch Hunters. To it's start it. incredible. Start it. Fucking incredible. The number
11: is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Hey, hey, hey! It's White Shark Espresso. Uh, yeah, Tony, Sorry. I heard talking to another fan who said if Lamar goes to Atlanta, I think I might kill myself. I'm I'm a big defender of Lamar. I think he's a way better passer than people think. He has a sixty three completion percentage. Um. But I do not want to trade for him because of the contract and everything. But just think of it this way, yo. The Saints right now are in cap hell. Just cap hell. So imagine if the Falcons trade for Lamar and it doesn't work out. They're going to be in cap hell too. Two teams in our division who are just stuck in shitty cap hell. That's gonna be fucking amazing. More reason to have I wouldn't even worry, you know, about Lamar. I think uh, he, listen to me. I gotta yeah, reason. Yeah, i guess I'm a big defender of him, but yeah, that would be amazing if it didn't work out. Both of them in cap Anyway, that's all I got. Fuck Sean Payton.
5: Give me uh what is it? What is this? Uh, God, what did Joey always say? I always love it when he used to say. It. Um look, you let like he said, think about what he's saying. And then we get Sean Payton and we become the bad boys and we go and injure Lamar on a bounty gate and then just take over the South because they're all fucked at that point. <laughs> oh, that's why Two five two 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 eight fifty nine. 50, 90. You guys are Look, I think there are tremendous. I, I just like the idea in theory of having Lamar. But again, when you start putting in all the components, of the money, the trade, then it becomes more common. Then it's not just going into the backyard and picking the player you want to play. Right, with. right. And the money part at this point, even the look is how about this? Can we pull up that Brandon? Oh, we can you find the Brandon Bean mm-hmm. real quick about celebrating the Joe Burrow, like oh well, I mean, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I mean, I fucking pretty cool combination on their rookie deal. Uh, I just don't want to suck bad enough to get the next Jamar Chase. Um, They're about to walk into the land of having to pay their quarterback a bazillion dollars. Right. And that is the dynamic that changes things. I know people want to get the rookie on the rookie contract because then you get to build the team around them, but it also presupposes success in a reasonable timeline right is that's the other thing is that you're right now at the end of now having to pay guys like Lamar pay guys like Josh Allen pay guys like Kyler. Well, Kyler Murray, you see why he did what he did. You understand it. You le we left the tweet Cody, but what did Ken Dorsey like, uh, what did my trainer say as Jameis Winston said, what did my, Oh, he said, always be prepared. Where does that hurt, Jameson? Pain, pain everywhere. Oh, actually, that's the other veteran quarterback I think people in the NFL should be kicking the tires on. Did we lose the tweet, Cody?
6: Hmm? No, I didn't know you still wanted to We never found it?
5: There. I mean, I didn't know what he yeah, said. I, exactly. I know, and then you went to the Lakers.
6: Yeah, I thought you <laughs> oh, were talking. I, was, I, I, I forgot <laughs> I was sharing. I was trying to look for uh, if Luca. Anthony in the chat puts Luca's the best player in the NBA. It's all about, oh, is Luca doing something crazy? Let me check the trending. Uh,
5: uh, You don't even like the NBA. All
6: right. Well, I guess you guys don't care what
5: uh, Brandon Bean said about Josh Allen.
7: I have it right here. He's throwing this
5: shade on Joe Ice Code Barrow. He said this is in reference to the Bengals' roster if the Bills can emulate that. He said they, right now, are on the advantage of a rookie QB contract. They had some lean years without getting too much into their build. I don't want to suck bad enough to have to get Jamar Chase. When was Jamar Chase picked? What pick? Uh,
6: early, It early. was like the early, early. Was it top? It was like top four? five, I think. Number- okay.
5: All right. Well, you know what? But he also has... The advantage of a rookie quarterback and going and getting Stephon Diggs, like because he had a rookie quarterback. I feel uh, like this is a little, and maybe this is out of context. Maybe we don't have the right context. But at what point, I guess, will McDermott and the Bean regime start to come under fire for not being able to get under? They're the hump?
2: already under fire, dude. Wow, Buffalo Bills fans are ready to get Sean McDermott out.
6: Yeah, Jamal was the fifth pick in in that draft.
5: All right. Let's go to the next call. The number is 252-228-1598.
6: Hi. What's up, fellas? This is Cody.
9: I don't know if y'all got my message.
5: My cat called last week.
9: Uh, But anyway, um, what's up, Tony? What's up, my man? Greg, Cody, and you too, CK. What's going on? First of all, Cody. What did I tell you? Stop with oh, that damn old man polo shirt. I'm I'm agreeing with Tony. What Tony said a few weeks ago when he, you know, when he said you you in that old man polo shirt, you you just like the old. You Why are you hate like on my polos, Carl? Told you, told you, Cody. You lose all your knowledge wearing your damn shirt. Take that fucking um, shirt off. Man. You crazy? You sound just sound crazy. Talking about some Lamar Jackson is not yes that. Seriously, Cody? And then you call him injury-prone? Really? Yes. you the he same. happen Or for Matt Corral, injury-prone. Matt Corral, who was injury-prone in college? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: disagreeing oh, with
9: that. Did I say that? And he showed that year he injury-prone to start his career. Get that? Come on, Cody. Wake up. Take that shirt off, Cody. Matter of fact, I'm Cody, keep my shirt, on. take that damn polo shirt, old man shirt, and throw that it's shit in the garden and burn it. Light it on fire.
7: <laughs> all because like
9: sure. when you wear that shirt, I don't know who the hell you are. You're not that, that reasonable, knowledgeable, Cody that I know. All right? And for well, everybody, who wants Sean Payton? Really? Come on, guys. The guys that shitted on us and we want him to come here? Nah. Nah, that's a negative. No. And um, I like Anthony Richardson. Hey, if we can't get none of the other guys, I'll take Richardson over what's his name? Will Will Levitz? What however you pronounce his name. I was definitely take Richardson over him, so yeah. yeah. Um, nice discussion guys. Oh, CK. If these people don't start hitting that like button, mm. do your thing. Just subscribe to shame on their ass. Until next time. Oh, before I go, Cody, take that damn shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time keep coming.
6: Why is everybody hating on my shirts, man? What the fuck? Then one, they're not even polo shirts. Okay, they're just nice flannels. And number two, my can't mom, say is nice nice arguing about mama, damn
0: I love flannels. Dude,
6: look. <laughs> you might love yeah, them, flannel-
0: nice.
6: Dude, flannels are the shit. They're worn. They They're worn-looking brand right new. you dude. What do you know about fashion, you old man? But, hey, what was it like during the Great Depression? Maybe I'll ask you sometime, and you can tell me what it was like, dude. My shirts are fire. How about that? Carl D. Lamar Jackson is injury-prone. How about that? And um, yeah, my shirts are fly as fuck. That's all I got to say. That's the only thing there is to say.
2: Well, he
5: set you. He set you up, CK. He set you up.
2: Sure did. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I have one thing to say to all of you people who have come in here and decided, I haven't hit that like button yet. I haven't hit that subscribe button yet, but I'm going to come in here and enjoy the content without any payment whatsoever. It's free. So subscriber shame,
6: 156 viewers watching, 82 thumbs up. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe. Hit that notification bell for every single time I go live. I do not look like Scott Stapp from Creed. Damn it! I don't know what the hell are you talking about, white chocolate. <laughs> uh, I've also been told Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, which I'll take that too. Man. But hey, hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Hit that notification bell. I and mean, we don't take uh, any any weeks off, man. We're here. Year around for your Panther needs. So, hit that like, hit that subscribe. Consider becoming a super fan.
12: Hey, what's going on man? It's got this c Doll 1983.
7: Whenever you come in here, yes. <laughs> make sure you like it. Make sure oh you got that subscribe.
12: There's got that great content. Join in. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Man, I don't know what's going on with these motherfucking cat calls, man. That's one reason I don't call it, man. Like I used to have the cat calls, goddamn. Like uh, I I, I, I not go to YouTube. it like got that cat calls one, two, and three, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I like to go there, watch the show sometimes, go back and watch it, rewatch it, or whatever. If I'm at work. I work two jobs, you know, and listen. You know, look in the goddamn chat or whatever, and listen to the show. You know, you know, whatever I'm missing, what's going on, and everything. You know that's just the goddamn cat calls. Whatever going on with the cat calls, I don't know. And I got that cash up uh, only a couple of dollars a night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, whoever got that on the dirt, cash that joint I got at the bottom of the screen. anyway, shout out to the goddamn Shout out to the whole C three podcast. Goddamn, everybody keep talking about the goddamn quarterback shit. Maybe maybe God, goddamn Matt Corral. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about motherfucker once he got that getting got them going different from another quarterback dick every goddamn season. You know what I'm saying? We got the young motherfucker, he got a quick release, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When Teppardy just got to hire a fucking coach, man. You know what I'm saying? going in a motherfucking quarterback. But what? You see got the JC Horns go down. Shit, boy, we got that. We can't do shit out there. And Dante Jackson. I always like Dante Jackson. I want to trade him. So we overpaid him, and he little. You know what I'm saying? But maybe he's just another goddamn DB. And he's just a real goddamn coach. If we can, Nico, go get that Cam Smith from goddamn South Carolina. Then, goddamn, uh we got two second round he go get that goddamn middle linebacker from goddamn uh, Oregon, the Hawaiian dude. You know what I'm saying? There's, we got to be making some noise. So we got to tighten up on the defense, to keep making this defense stronger. You got that Matt Carrasso. We'll probably got them grab a more receiver, if anything, and later on. Man, on I need the offensive lineman and got them and, and, and muscles on defense. Shit. But, uh, shit, man, whenever you come in here, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to the great content. The boys already put on great content every Tuesday, every goddamn Friday. Then you got to get some licks on something like that on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Shit, man, I don't know. This, this is like they got them fancy looks, man. All this bullshit. And like I told you, motherfuckers, with that dumbass shit, but goddamn, he got his wife in here doing this shit. Uh-oh. You know, what I'm
7: saying
12: that shit's dumb as fuck. Man, <laughs> I motherfucking
7: ass. Well,
12: you know what I'm saying. Yeah, about that ass 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 shit, ass. man. You don't see nobody else but they motherfuckers.
5: The irony of the inclusive exclusive um hire is interesting. Let's go to the next call, guys. See who we got here.
6: Oh, wait, can I just say one thing real yeah, quick though? Uh, uh,
5: we didn't. He hear said, you. look." Said, J-
6: Joey said, "I look great in these shirts." Yeah, so, you
5: yeah there ain't nothing wrong with it. Either they, you look like yeah. a, you kind of look like a, I think you like, kind of
6: missed the joke,
5: though. Come back, Joey email, guys. No, oh, I look Joey. like. Uh, I did miss the joke. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, Joey said oh, I look great. I love he love can't. Her. Fuck. He said Wakanda forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, he said Cody last is his best black friend. Too. Um, <laughs> next call.
8: Man, G G I L. Friday, everybody. This is me, C Dog, nineteen like eighty-three. I hope C-Dawg everybody hear me nicely, clearly. I'm probably driving home.
6: This was early. Late like, well,
8: I was just wanting to call in real quick. And uh,
6: yeah, C Dog likes my shirt. Yeah, I told y'all this shit last week.
8: Temper had his fucking wife in there. You know what I'm saying? That shit fucked us up, Like man. I'm and C Dog. So tired of such a dumbass, dumbass shit. Your face again with this shit, dude, your he said
6: that's body. an old yeah,
9: call
5: yeah we appreciate it see uh see dog man you're the best man he always supports the show it's fantastic um i'm trying to go back to a couple of these or oh, there are well, whether get a little bit too old so i'm a couple of January eighteenth, called. Let me see if we got one. Here's from a few days ago. I try to play some of the more recent ones first because I know they're listening. This is Charles. I think the Carolina Panthers should keep Steve
12: Wilkes and look at all fits of coordinators. I was hearing like from um like Tony Dungy was saying guy. They used to be offensive coordinator for the um Texas Pat Hamilton. Oh, that's a good Maybe name. Maybe Steve Wilson Get Pat Hamilton is his OC or Byron Leftwich or even Jim Caldwell. What y'all think about that?
5: Good call. Good call. You know what? A uh, real important question going forward is, just regardless of who any of these teams hire, is that the pool for offensive coordinators is pretty. Uh, not the pool, the job openings is also pretty big, right? I mean, you got the Chargers fired their their offensive coordinator. Tampa fired their offensive coordinator. Indy's looking for an offensive coordinator. Denver's looking for an offensive coordinator. The commanders are looking for an offensive coordinator. <sighs> I don't know. There's probably three or four other teams that we're prob- I'm probably not thinking of. The Carolina, right? So the offensive coordinator – Uh, job is there's going to be a lot of openings there and a lot of competition for whatever coach is hired and will, whoever will be hired. But the only news I got about the Jim Caldwell is like, I would love uh, Jim Caldwell uh, in so many ways, but he was requested for an interview as an offensive coordinator for the commanders and he declined it saying he's only interested in head coaching job. That might change if he doesn't get a head coaching job.
2: He won't get a head coaching job.
5: Then, you know what? I'm kind of interested in the old Frank Wright, Jim Caldwell combo would be cool. What if we just went all old curmudgeons? We went Frank Wright, Jim Caldwell, and Vic Fangio. Come on, baby. Let's get it.
6: No, dude, if we're going to bring back Frank Wright, it needs to be with Steve Wilkes as the head coach. Dude, I don't, I don't want okay, nothing I mean, to do with. I don't know.
5: Steve Wilkes won't Dude, come as Frank Wright's defensive.
6: you talk about someone being so easily wooed by someone with the unimpressive uh, Dude, resume? Wooed by. Wells' resume oh, is know. not that impressive for you to be fun, being a panther. Like, Just as
5: good know. as Frank Wright's resume, if Dude, not better.
6: Whatever. I, I would prefer we uh, keep Steve Wilkes uh, and hire Frank Wright, and then bring in. I just, I just said Frank Wright that coach outrage, and
5: Caldwell bro. as his offensive coordinator. That's what I meant. Um,
6: uh, why though? Like, well, okay. Well, then who else? I mean, uh, no. I think the I think Steve right, Wolf yeah, is
5: Frank the head Wright, and Mike Kafka. I mean, fucking nobody's done anything. I mean, I think that's kind of weird to just dismiss that as like a stupid
6: thing. I just think that you're too beholden to them having to have prior experience. That's the only way Did you that, say Caldwell would Kafka be a does. great offensive coordinator. But we're talking about prior experience. So you said Kafka hasn't done shit. And I'm like, I, oh, I would prefer to uh, go with this. I think prior experience
5: helps you in the offensive coordinator position far more than people give it credit for. The repertoire like being there, seeing that, being in those positions. Have to and I think this is, yeah. Well, I want to win their fucking power. North Turner, best offensive coordinator we've ever had, arguably. Is it? Uh, up here there is it? It's either. Is this. It? Not,
6: not,
5: I would like to know this. This is a great poll question, and maybe not for this week, but for the future. Who's the best Panthers offensive coordinator? I think you have to put Turner in that mm. conversation. Mm-hmm. North Turner. I think you have to go Mike Shula. You're going to have to go whoever the fucking offensive coordinator was in 2003 when we won the Super Bowl. Um, and everybody going to love on some Rod Jasinski. That's a good one. But I don't yeah, know. Chud, Tell me. I don't know. Is that like, that's fine. I mean, who would be the
6: better offensive? I remember team? I remember. Chud fondly became a Panther fan, hardcore. It was when Chud was here. So I, I was, you know. I hate that he went to be the coach of the Browns, man. He could have made made some more magic uh here in Carolina. But um
5: all right. Well, ah. cool. Cool. Those are all the calls we went through. I'm gonna um I'm omitting a, a couple of duplicate calls. We appreciate your support. The numbers two five two-228-5098. We're here on Tuesdays and Fridays. And as breaking news breaks, you guys can go ahead and expect us when the Panthers head coach coaching news comes about to be getting as live as soon as we can physically Mm-mm. possibly do and do a bunch of specials <clears> There, we'll do multiple throughout that week as the news continues to unfold. Because as soon as we hire that head coach, then the names of those offensive coordinators and stuff will quickly start to trickle in and we'll be interested in following all of that. You can follow it on the longest running Panthers podcast out there. It's the C3 Panthers podcast run iTunes TuneIn, stitcher. Wherever you get your pods, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, small things like subscribes, help us grow, particularly as we grind through the offseason in preparation for the combine, the draft. One of the coolest things that the C3 Panthers podcast does, uh, and we're kind of first. This is one of the things that we were very early to the party on is the live draft party. We've been doing the live. We did the first live draft party was when we drafted Kelvin Benjamin in 2014. And we had people call like kind of cutting edge for 20. What was that? That was 2014, right? Uh, Benjamin, was,
0: yeah.
5: And then he was hurt for 2015. That was kind of cutting edge to have a live stream for the entire draft mm-hmm. in a party in 2014. We've done it every year since. Thank goodness you'll, Tony, will stay awake at least uh, to the Panthers pick because we're picking in the top 10. Boy. The well, maybe if we don't
2: sticks. trade him away for dude,
6: uh, one minutes. that one that one time you fell asleep and yeah. I don't think anyone <laughs> knew, <laughs> like nobody even knew for like a good. You're partying. Uh, I, I brought it day. up. I was like,
5: "Oh shit! What the fuck did I miss? I was the one. I
7: should." <laughs>
5: have no problem missing out on us. Let's go ahead and continue with the show, guys. um I would tell you this: is Sean Payton's news, bro? Is not the news. Benjamin Albright tweeted that today that uh, NFL teams might not be ultimately as interested in him as first suggested or, you know, that for a variety of reasons he might be going back to TV, however you want to phrase it. I'm starting to wonder now if any coach who, when they don't have a job, goes on a media tour is really just on a mission to – PR themselves, like has Sean Payton just been trying to inflate his value and his worth as he walked into these negotiations? Because one of these coaches who did it was Matt Rule. As he got fired, he uh, from the Carolina Panthers, he showed up on NFL Today. Good morning, whatever. Good morning, football. On the fucking everywhere, he was popping off until he got his job. Well, this is one of the more recent interviews, Busting with the Boys, which I just realized was sponsored or hosted by. Barstool, Ron. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. And I feel like this. I watched a full episode. I like watched a lot of this episode today, and they put a lot of fucking injected ads into their YouTube video. It's like every five minutes, you got to hit skip ad. Anyway, Uh great pie. It was a great podcast. It was very entertaining. You heard about some trip, their trip to Las Vegas. But Matt Rule goes on to talk about. His time in Nebraska, and spent a lot of time because these are pro football, pro football guys. Taylor Lewan from the Tennessee Titans, who's been struggling with injuries, uh, but this other guy, his name's Will Compton, who played for the Oakland, Oakland Raiders, played for Nebraska. So kind of this was the connection: is Will Compton star at Nebraska and with the co-host of Busting with the Boys? So they land. Or bring bringing Matt rule for that connection and uh, Matt rule. I don't know. I'll let you guys decide how you interpret some of his comments. Let's go to clip one
3: practice hard and I'm going to coach them hard, but that doesn't ever have to, that doesn't, I can demand him. I don't have to demean any, anyone. I don't have to, if I look back, even in my time in Carolina, I feel like there's only one time that i truly regret, but I, really, I don't think I've ever, Ever threw anybody under the bus. Like I don't think I ever said, like, well, we just don't have this, we don't (laughs) have that, or it's this guy's fault. I tried to always made for some awkward moments because sometimes I was probably trying to overprotect the guys, but I always feel like that's my job is that like you want to be a leader, get out front, man. Like take the bullets for your guys and hope that your guys respond for you. And so uh,
5: So I will start off. This is the first clip. Uh now I didn't record his whole conversation, but I'm I'm gonna give them to you in chronological order of how I heard them. And I stopped it right there because there people know that they've been listening to this conversation. We're going to talk about some other things. How do you respond to Matt rules? Do you, what do you think about that statement? Never threw any. but do you guys do, does that, how do you feel?
2: I totally disagree. Well, yeah. I think it's bullshit. Number one.
6: Yeah. It's bullshit, but uh, can we get to the Cam Newton part? Because well, that's is, where he. he just, I'm just saying. Do yeah, you I believe that? Like, it's,
5: it's very as, clear. As we look no, back, it's very do you believe clear that, that he threw people under
6: the No, not at all. It was clear that he threw people under the bus, and that, especially towards the end, himself.
5: Okay. Here is Matt Rule next on uh, his kind of if he could take one
3: thing back. Why don't you think it worked out in Carolina? For me? Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, yeah. Maybe. you know i think i, think I took over kind of a tough situation <laughs> for who else Matt <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah on. really
5: maybe that maybe that well, air to really think bad. about his answer is what it is yeah let's listen to this I'm just gonna play them in chronolo- chronological order because why you know, don't
3: you think it worked out in carolina for me yeah um you know i think i think I took over kind of a tough situation like you know there's a lot of hall of famers on that team that were that were leaving and you know right off the bat you know you know they end up letting cam go and then Luke retired, Bam. and so what? I, I if I look back, I would have just tried to do it faster. You know, I would have tried to—I was tried to be a little more aggressive in free agency. I tried a big trade, um, but that wasn't really the plan. <laughs> I'm kind of a loyal guy. Like, if you tell me like this is how I want to do it, then I'm going to do it that way, and I'm going to take responsibility for it, even if maybe it's not always what I agree with.
7: Like, mm-hmm.
3: if we say, "Hey, we're doing it this way," we'll do it. So I just—you know—I never got the offense going. Like, we—we you know, we went from like the worst defense in the league the first year. We were second the second year. I thought the defense was coming on. And even this year, this um, was supposed to be. I was proud the way they played down the stretch. they played well enough, and Steve did a great job. But I knew that team. Like if you go back, Um, I don't know. I hope I
5: didn't like save miss save the camp. (sighs) If you can find it on Twitter, that would be helpful. But to paraphrase what he said is this: He never threw anybody under the bus, uh, and that the one time if he regrets, and I do think, just make sure this.
6: you think they'll strike us If we
5: play, it? you got it. If you got it, yeah, that but would
6: they suck. might, they might, they might uh, strike us. Because the last time I played another podcast, they they don't let it's you just do a it. clip of it, right? Yeah, but it's like a, it's like a, almost a two minute clip. Is it
5: the YouTube video or is it the Twitter?
6: Uh, no, it's a, it's a Twitter.
5: Um, play it. It's just Twitter. I got myself um, and Matt, I mean, look, I mean, unless you mean to paraphrase, ultimately he said this is that uh, the biggest mistake he made, or the thing that he regretted, the kind of interaction with the player of throwing them under the bus, was after a loss to Buffalo last year, on a fourth and one, um, Cam threw a bubble screen on a run pass option, and in the press conference afterwards, he put it on Cam, saying it was the right call by the coaches. And that uh, the quarterback should should have ran it or whatever. And then in retrospect, he went back and looked at it and thought about it. And this is the thing. Actually, maybe this is it. I think I do have it because I might have said rule
3: is a sniveling. Oh, so I had I, I was the head coach. Basically, I was their head coach for two years and five games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had two GMs in two years. Yeah, no, that's not it. I miss saved it. Fuck.
5: Sorry, guys. I blew it.
6: I found his original. Uh clip of what he originally said on that. Point. Yeah,
5: let's just hear about the can. So oh, this the original.
6: Is, okay. Yeah, yeah this, this is what apparently uh, he was trying
7: re- to.
9: Work.
5: Oh he's defending his boy yeah, so Jeff Nixon. Like, be,
3: yeah.
5: Oh, it's not playing well.
3: Uh, there's a
5: bumble on there an unblocked comes, you know. Uh, right. all right. So yeah, yeah, this is the thing, and I'm gonna go ahead and put this out. Is uh what he said is this is that um he defend and and this is the one time I actually do understand like I think rule makes some point like whenever he makes anything that I can just say you know what I empathize I connect with that right after it he says something that just makes me want to punch him in the face and I'm so annoyed by the lisp the crazy underbite it bothers me so much it bothers me more than it should and I'm embarrassed about it but I've I've told you that look I've confessed about this crazy desire, uh, this dislike, and I regret it. But he said this, is that he was like, oh, and I felt so bad. He goes, my heart, he said, I wish people knew how crazy it was to do a press conference right after, like 10 seconds of preparation, right after the game, you're walking in there, your heart rate's like 109. You know, I mean, and I do forgive people for saying things like, we all act like we would be so polished and wonderful Mm -hmm. in those moments. Or at least we hold them to those standards. I do really empathize with people make who just make mistakes, who don't you know who mispronounce words or say things wrong. Uh, I I actually give a ton of grace to that. Mm-hmm. But then this is where I fucking hated Matt Rule. He goes, but Cam's such a high level football thinker that we talked about it. He was right. Like and then he goes, Cam hardest working dude I ever ever worked with. There till 11 o'clock at night, there at five o'clock in the morning. My whole thing is this is he overcompensates and over embellishes so much mm-hmm. that you just think it's fake, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't really think any of that because it's so it just sounds so car sales like pitchy. And I was just like, fucking, I mean, just be honest,
6: chill out. Mm. I don't know how I mean, you made look, it through that entire podcast. Well, I can't. Yeah. I can't even, I'm well, saying I can't even listen. I, I'm like I can't even listen to the dude.
0: Yeah, and, and here's my thing: is when you have somebody like that, and he's like, "If I just, if you guys could just understand the pressure of of you know the the it interviews and stuff like that, pressure. that's great." But guess what? That's why you get paid the big bucks. That's why you make that money. That's why good actors get cast for good roles and make the most money. That's why the best athletes get paid. If you can't perform, you don't deserve that position. But that's part of that job. It sucks, but you signed up for that. You knew that going in. You know what I mean? I mean,
5: it's yeah, different than a college presser. I'm just the saying, Like that's if right. you misspeak, I can give you a little grace on on the cuff stuff. I You've feel, rehearsed things. That, yeah. You get takes in Hollywood. I mean, there's like live production with emotion and i can you know what as i will defend cam forever for being pouty in the super bowl press conference and i just saying this is that you fucking people ultimately handle shit differently and maybe they don't handle it the way you want right it's like and i'm sure that he would have rather done some shit that was far better or in, or handled it completely different do you know how many things in my life in the moment mm-hmm. that i wish i would have done differently? But I also remember this is that they were celebrating right behind that screen, right behind him. There's some context. And I also fucking always said this about our players is people want to get to know them. And then when they get to know them, they're like, I wish you would act this way. This happens all the time is so I can understand him just saying, look, I fucking talked a little bit too quickly about something that I wish I wouldn't have. And Cam Newton's a veteran. He knows what the fuck's up, and I should have given him a little bit more respect and patience at that moment. Instead, it's like, oh, he's the fucking smartest dude I ever knew. It's just so. It sounds fraudulent. He sounds like a sniveling biatch. And here we go. Listen to him about his situation in Carolina.
3: So I had I, I was the head coach. Basically, I was their head coach for two years and five games.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I had two GMs in two years. So you know, obviously, you have one, and then you're trying to work with another one. I had yeah. Marty Herney, who's awesome. And Scott Fitter is cla- as classy a dude as there is. Um, there's not one like major trade we could have had that we didn't do. Like, oh, we should have yeah. pulled the trigger on that. More like looking back, it's like, hey, if you only have two years, man, let's let's go, let's go shoot it our shot. Yeah, could, like, yeah. you could have been under the influence that you had time. Yeah, like, well, yeah. So like for me, if you say like, hey, listen, I just want this kind of built over three or four years. Well, built over three or four years. If it's two years, it's two years. And so I would have probably just probably maybe made a trade, maybe.
5: He, fuck you and your different GMs, bitch. Right? You got everything you wanted. Mm-hmm. Again, excuses, excuses. Yeah. He's a just he. You know what? He just says what people want to hear in the moment. Right. Uh, I, I, to refrain from. There was one politician recently who did this very well, and I don't even. I think it's awesome. Like ultimately, it gets you certain sponsoring people i just felt like he was like who we talking to pro-life you got it who we talking to pro-abortion you got it who we talk they like guns out there i got you so like you just can talk to the audience and that's all he's doing um here's the final clip from matt rule He was the
3: head coach in arizona and just kind of in that transition. On steve Wilkes, right I like the same thing i talked about. sometimes you, get, you just kind of get caught up you're you're a great head coach it's just the right the wrong place at the wrong time i think steve when i Right around him, after about a month, I remember saying to him, "Like, hey, you know, I don't know what'll happen here, but if I can ever help you in this, because I just could tell his leadership and his command." And so, like, you know, they're going to go through the head coaching searches right now, and co- they just went through it in college. going can go through it in the NFL, and they're going to talk about all these really cool coordinators. And to me, that you know, being a head coach and being the coordinator is about like you know, you're both doctors, but well, you know, one's a one's a you know cardiologist and and one's an oncologist, like. Like it's completely different. Like mm. the, the things you do with. A of coach,
5: fraudulent fucking especially a the adult, You're dealing with
3: the GM. You're dealing with the owner. You're dealing with you know, player issues. You're dealing you're dealing with all these things. You're dealing with game management. You're dealing with situational football. Um, Steve is I think is great at all those things. I think he's an elite head coach. He has experience. You know, a lot of times you get fired as a head coach and they don't bring you back. Well, you got all you have experience. You know, you've seen what worked, you've seen what doesn't work and the coaches I look up to the most, the Andy Reid, the Bill Belichick's, those guys. By the way, those are the first guys that reach out to a guy like me when I get fired. Those are the first guys. That's awesome. Um, I mean, like they're classiest, but like they, we've all went been somewhere. fired. They were head coaches. They went through what I went through, and their better best days were ahead of them. So that's why when I came to Nebraska, I was like, "Can we do it here?" I, I walked let's around, Make it I about around. me
5: at this point. Uh, they were asked. They asked him about Steve Oates. This begs the question: Can Matt Rule get through a single conversation without saying the word "elite"?
6: Mm, no. Dude, have you has there ever been a fired Panthers coach in our history that has been more reviled by the Panther fan base than Matt I don't Rule?
0: Think so. Yeah, I think he takes the cake,
6: Like not John it's Fox, not hit. Ron Rivera. He said, uh, he said
5: at this one point, he was like, and I may have again, I missed one of the clips, I messed it up. He was like, I mean, I believe, I mean, I, I try to tell people that like this team was close. You know, I mean, like, I know we started at one four, but I kept saying in the press conference, give Baker time. It's going to click. And you know what? They did that with Steve. And he was like, uh, you know, last year we built the number two defense. We had one of the worst, even then we went the best. And it's just like, man, bro, you're talking, you have the benefit, the luxury. What this shows you is he's talking to 98% of the people hearing the message, didn't watch any of the fucking Panthers for the last three years. That's, if you that's get exactly what at, I was
2: thinking, dude.
5: If you get to pitch that, then we all are just like, oh, well, whatever you fucking say. Mm -hmm.
2: uh, Here's what it is. Um, He's being a politician right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's totally. That is what he is doing, is being a politician, and that is it. Um, His existence, and and I I don't blame him. I get why he's doing it. Uh, Because he's on a campaign to try to continue to be able to recruit guys, all these things. If he does this job badly, then they're not going to get the recruits that they need to be able to be a a a good uh football team um so this i mean i get what he's doing he's just trying to he's trying to you know build his stock up so that his time in carolina isn't one of these things totally marred by what uh what panthers fans would be considered the worst uh coaching hire in the history of the franchise Mm -hmm. damage control basically yeah um all right, those are all I gotta uh, one, talk one, about.
6: One, one super chat. Uh Kev says rule sounds like uh he's got some of that hospital cocaine. What is yeah, you okay. I'm glad it you is asked. It's this it's a cocaine hydrochloride nasal solution. And uh wow. apparently when you're getting when you're getting procedures done. Uh, like we uh, want you yeah.
5: amped up and ready to rock. Yeah, yeah,
6: like, <laughs> apparently, like apparently, like surgeries on your face and shit. When they have to numb hmm. you or whatever, or when you're getting procedures on your face, uh, yeah, they give you some uh cocaine nasal solution.
5: It's like fuck. Uh, what is it that they give you at the dentist? Novocaine. We ain't gonna yeah. novocaine your face. We're gonna cocaine your face. <laughs> Maybe the ains, cocaine, novocaine. You know, like hydrocodone, ox- you know, like they'll tell yeah. you something about the drug itself. Maybe the Ains. Yeah. cocaine's hell of a nasal spray, as some people would say. Can
6: you imagine how fucked up you would get off of that? A nasal solution? I'm it's sure a, no- that dude, it's, it's a nose spray. A,
5: like a. That's probably never mind. Never mind. I it bet you crazy. it does.
6: If, if it knows you, I've never even your... heard
5: about that. I've never heard about it. If it I've been to kids all face. after it these days, they're like, "Mom, my <laughs> nose is so jacked up." I'm sorry. And you're like, "Son, it's fine." And you're like, "You seem okay." And you're like, "Man, I feel great, that I got this nasal spray, Mom. Right? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> been doing all my homework. You know, all she my thinks it's I don't fancy that allergy nose. <laughs> she thinks
6: it's like an allergy nose spray. Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. really? the kids yeah, are that's... gonna be all after that. Like Dude, we I were that. with Riddler when we were 16. What's up next?
6: Uh, Yeah, man. ain't nothing oh, to it, around the league. Playoffs and football around the league, basically. Yeah, ain't nothing to it but to talk about these champions. So that's what we're going to do, man. Uh, which one y'all want to do first? NFC What's Championship or NFC?
5: Let's say this. What's the top story going into championship week?
6: um mm, the top story. Uh, how about the MVP candidate, Jalen Hurts versus Mr. Irrelevant? That's pretty damn good, you know? All right. Uh, and then, uh, and the, I know you wanted to talk about this, Tony. Maybe we can do it now.
5: The, yeah, I think the top story right now going um, into championship week is Joe Burrow with the potential opportunity to supersede leapfrog Patrick Mahomes if he was able to not only beat the Kansas City Chiefs this uh, year, but then move on and win the Super Bowl as the best quarterback currently in the NFL. Uh, Burrow going against a hobbled Patrick Mahomes. I know they don't play head-to-head, Greg, but boy, will they be put on the poster and the advertisement uh, heading into this game by the NFL. Burrow on the road. They go and smoke the bank, uh, the Bills, and he's just ice. In the snow, he was ice cold, and when I say ice cold, it's like an icy hot commercial as he just fucking slays it every week. Joe Burrow, I think right now, has an argument for being the best quarterback in the NFL.
2: I don't disagree.
5: It's a fair argument. Yeah, That's the top story for me, for me personally. Maybe we yeah, should not- say, "Oh, well, well, oh, how about this? Is second, second best quarterback to Trevina Lawrence?" Yeah. Well, actually, I think I think the way you
0: put it earlier, before you started the show, talking about it, was like, I think Patrick Mahomes is the guy right now that's at the top. If there's right. anybody that's go- if there's anybody in the NFL that's going to take that, spot only one right now. It's got to be Burrow. That's the only guy yeah. I can think of that's on that level.
5: Like I would legitimately accept it. Like I know we argued earlier about Lamar and all of this, but really we know it's Patrick Mahomes and everybody else at -hmm. this point. And not that I'm saying that the, but I think the only guys that can even call and ask for a date to that dance or whatever are Burrow, who I think is a real argument. I think some people will hold on to Josh Allen a little bit maybe and then some people will kind of go well herbert's the next thing he just don't got it but i think patrick mahomes is the dude that has proven it and has got it like it's a clear like this motherfucker he's just games every damn way i mean it just doesn't like even when he broke his damn ankle out there he did this jump throw and it was like ah, how are you even doing this man Mm -hmm. and uh, so he's incredible, and I think Burrow, though, has been incredible and has the opportunity to continue to be incredible. Fucking Super Bowl last year, if they make it this year and win,
6: he's just as accomplished as anybody at that point. Joe Burrow is unflappable, man. I mean, the dude is at that point, or at this point, you have to give him his, his credit. If he goes to another Super Bowl this year? Come on, dude, that's ridiculous. And, you know, a lot of people are, it's so apropos, as soon as a quarterback starts playing really good, consistent football, to just say, oh, well, he's the next Tom Brady. He's the next Tom Brady. But, dude, I've got to be real with you, man. Like, Joe Burrow doesn't have the biggest arm in the NFL. He's not the biggest body. He's not the you know the the fastest guy running away from you, but he's just ice cold man. The dude is cold as fuck. He's unflappable. He understands how to read defenses. He's accurate with. He's the only quarterback I know that plays better when his offensive line is decimated. Yeah, like last year, his offensive line was dog shit. And, and they then they all, the hurt all the their Super players Bowl. this year and they go out there yeah. and and let me ask
5: you a question the, the way you described it you said he doesn't do anything like one single thing the greatest right but
6: does everything my question this
5: is that while he doesn't do anything like singly whatever those qualifications you le- listed off as the greatest does anyone in the league do everything better than him? like when you combine the everything better than him. So yeah, I mean, you might be able to find somebody who's got a bigger arm, but like when you pull together the total Madden rating, right. Is there anybody that has a higher rating? And I don't know if there's a real argument for it right now. I think you could say, Oh, Alan and Herbert like fucking arm strength. And then you can do this. You can say mobility or something like this, but one of the things that people have been telling is saying is that he's the one of the most prepared players ever. Like, it's like he one person that calls the games for the Bengals said they called him a savant. They're like, dude, like this motherfucker. Some people think he's cocky, but like he just is so polished that he knows everything. So like he's the smart, like so crazy burrow, man. What I love about the Burrow thing is that he turned out to be the first pick. I mean, he was the first pick, but it was in a draft that everybody said there wasn't nobody else worthy the first pick. And even me, like we kind of just kind of wrote a lot of it off as just being in a crazy offense, like so talented. I was just kind of curious in some ways to see how it translated. So it's an awesome story. Mm -hmm. It's a guy who's exceeded in any capacity what I thought he could be in some ways. Not that I... No shit, but if he retired today, somebody said that he would be the most accurate quarterback in the history of football.
0: He he's already the Bengals playoff win leader. Sure. <laughs> he's yeah, he's already won he's Steven. already won more playoff games for the Bengals than any other playoff quarterback. It, he, what's it's funny about him is, dude. Yeah, he he's the, he's the the first number one quarterback drafted number one in a while I've seen come in and be exactly what everybody said he was going to be. More yeah. proof, even more that guy. Yeah, like he fits the bill better than any other number one quarterback yeah, I've seen in a I long agree. time. Even luck.
5: Yeah. Think about yeah, that. I
0: agree. Even Cam. Cam, yeah,
5: there for yeah, luck, Cam was my elite for a year, about you know? Cam. yeah. People had questions about Cam. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is Burrow. People tried to tell us what was great about him is that he was more pro ready than most people. And boy, <laughs> were they was they right on that? Yeah, they were he's more everything than anybody thought, man. I gotta say this is like, I'm trying to think of a quarterback I've been more impressed with. Like we talked about Lamar. We talked about this and that in the time that I've watched football. And I think it's like some quarterbacks that maybe come to mind that like exceeded my expectations in a capacity. That's hard to understand. Like Tom Brady, like, you know what I'm saying? This guy fucking, how did the hell he do that? Um, I also think drew Brees in a way exceeded expectations so much yeah. like it's like if you could just outline what the greatest see- career they could ever have they exceeded that even more so Patrick Mahomes i think you put into that category mm-hmm. maybe Aaron Rodgers i don't even know if i'm convinced i can say that about Aaron Rodgers anymore right. and i know i can say it about Joe Burrow but here's what's interesting as we continue to talk about quarterbacks exceeding expectations one thing, somebody put this in the chat. I thought it was a great point. And that is Hertz has really got an opportunity to elevate himself in the discussion of quarterbacks as we approach the Super Bowl. Like if he can get to the Super Bowl and say even win it, right, it's like all of a sudden you're going to have to be like Hertz. You were wrong on him. Not you guys, but like the world. Like he's like done something so yeah. Uh, experiential or whatever, so impressive that you can't, you just got to be like, he's one of the top. Here's the thing uh, Hertz was a second year player. I mean, a second round draft pick. So he gets one less year on his contract. I can tell you one thing both these motherfuckers are getting paid.
0: Yeah, but wasn't he the first pick in the second round?
5: Yeah, but I think that makes it so he only gets four years, right? On right. uh, like the team only gets four years guaranteed. Now they can franchise and they can probably do some different shit after that. But I think he's in a contract year ultimately. Like, both of these guys right now can walk in to the GM's offense, uh, off, uh, office after this year and pull a literal Deshaun Watson on their desk. And they would say, uh, Let me get the check, wipe this up, and get the checkbook. That's how I mean, I mean, they're, they're both going to get there anybody who is stock has improved? More than Joe Burrows. Well, percentage-wise, I would put in Geno Smith and fucking Jalen Hurts. Like these yeah. guys went from making
6: zero. Well, are yeah, you talking? So. Are, are you talking about amongst the top quarterbacks in the NFL or just in the playoffs? I would say
5: this is Jalen Hurts is going to get to negotiate. In fact, I don't know when his contract is up. But they if,
6: were drafted the same. The same. Uh, yeah, Herbert. Joe Burrow, Tua, and Jalen Hurts were all drafted in the same year.
5: Wait, same so draft. if I think Jalen Hurts only has four years with the, like as a second round pick? I could be wrong. Right,
1: I four think years, right. I think four second year.
5: round. Second round gets you four. The first round luxury of picking somebody in the first is five. So that would effectively mean that it's probably J, uh, Hurts is. Contract, yeah, no, year, this year, right? Yeah, this yeah.
6: year is going to be the year that'll get him paid.
5: Right, and can you play any better? You know what I'm saying? So, like, go ahead and say Hertz is, whether, I don't care if it's the top five or the top, this mug has done more for his bank account this year than anyone could have expected. Mm-hmm. I think that's a yeah, cool story. Both of these motherfuckers are about to get a dump load, the back the Brinks up truck, Brinks truck, is Philadelphia going to be like, nah, we're going to, I mean, we, I don't good. know. Who, it's a who, who gets the bigger Burrow. contract? Who gets bigger contract, Hurts or Burrow?
9: Oh, bro.
5: Burrow. Okay. But I think, how about this? The question is, who is more worthy of a contract after this year, Lamar or Hurts? I mean, not mm-hmm. more worthy of a contract, but if we're real, if I'm saying mm-hmm. here, I'm willing to pay Lamar Jackson, whatever he wants. And then Jalen Hurts reels off and wins a Super Bowl this year. Would he be ridiculous in asking for similar money? I don't know. I think Jalen's incredible this year.
0: Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow's success hurts uh Lamar Jackson's argument.
5: I agree. To be true, Like if Jalen right. Hurts reels off and wins a Super Bowl this year, I bet you it re- like I think you're right, Greg. Hurts the value. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Tells me Lamar might not be as cool as I first thought. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this is the other story. Anthony Piccarillo brings this up is CMC getting his ring Panther for life. As we talk about these playoffs, though, Christian McCaffrey. He also
6: said, uh, love y'all boys, Cam Newton better than Josh. I
5: love this. I love how Panther fans went at the first sign. They've been sitting and waiting in the weeds.
7: Watching these Allen people slurp
5: on Josh Allen, and as <laughs> soon as Josh Allen is like made any stumble, it's all Panther Pants. Like, we fucking told you <laughs> we told you. <laughs> um, no, but let's talk about CMC briefly. Uh, two questions that come out about it is, or maybe one statement about CMC, fucking incredible in San Francisco. Yeah, mean well. at least it, uh, on top of that his playoff performance... like the last 8 weeks of Christian McCaffrey in the NFL have been what people what we believe Christian McCaffrey is in so many ways so, like you know what I'm saying like that's the value of Christian McCaffrey at the same time the question about this is in retrospect if the Panthers made the trade if Christian McCaffrey somehow could does This season afterwards make what we got for Christian McCaffrey more justifiable, or do you feel like, God, he's worth more than what we got? I definitely
0: feel like he's worth more than what we got. I I don't want people to get confused with me saying that, saying that I don't think that the trade was good for us because I do think the trade was good for us because I got to debate with somebody on that online. They were talking about there's no way you can say the best player, the best run back in the league is bad for your team. And I was like, well, you can if he doesn't fit and you can't use him right. And that was the way CMC right. was. He made our offense one-dimensional. I love him. He's a great player, and I wish him success. But we're, we were better off without him. That the being said, I yeah, it's a perfect fit where he's at. That being said, I don't think that we got enough for him. To be, but, but I feel like our backs were against the wall.
5: You know? Okay. I'll rephrase it uh maybe for you, CK. Did the 49ers get a steal?
2: uh um, what this run is. Like just say Yes, because the more success they receive, the less compensation it really ends up being. Um and the now, Panthers
5: are footing the bill.
2: Now the the tough part that they're going to have to uh really come to terms with this offseason uh is trying to find a way to keep everybody together and now Christian McCaffrey having such a major hit on there uh, it might not be as major because we're eating a lot of that Yeah, um, so but you know there's still going to be some things they have to worry about with him that that team's going to be a little tougher to to hold together um in this offseason especially with the studs on that defense um we'll see um at the end of the day, if he gets a ring, they won it. Like, they won the trade regardless. And even, even if, if they get to the Super Bowl, honestly, I think. No, no. They have to win the Super Bowl for it to be a... Yeah, I mean...
5: You got it, Tom Brady 2.0, I guess, in there. I mean, like... Here's, here's my question. Been.
2: What's the what's the reason you trade for Christian McCaffrey? Well, to win the Super Bowl, obviously. I
5: have a dynamic-ass offense.
2: And what's the end result? What's the goal?
5: I mean, I guess the goal. Then that would make every trade a failure, though, if you didn't win the it Super Bowl. It sort of
2: is, but when you're talking about trading four draft picks for basically your entire your 20, team, when when well, I would I would argue that he's not the best player on their yeah, team to be honest. People forget about you. Debo. People forget about Debo about and Iu and Kittle.
5: <laughs> we don't even talk about them because Christian yeah. gets the numbers bro. Right? No, Christian no, actually, doesn't get the numbers. That's, that's like the, the reason why he's everywhere. doing so well.
0: Yeah, he only had like thirty six yards receiving, like twenty four rushing the other day against Dallas. He didn't do well. Yeah, like it was now, I like how
5: many Debo had. The Debo was a pretty know. pretty good. I don't know. But I it don't was remember Kittle the stats of that game. It was IU,
2: that were the are, I'm just saying,
5: it's kind of like this is the fact that San Francisco. I think it's hard to say that anybody is disappointed in San Francisco given right. what's happened with their quarterback. Like, I just think like, good God, they're just fucking. Imagine yeah. if you were down to purdy and you still made the nfc championship right like, i mean what I'm that's saying. like a yeah. fucking incredible monumental herculean test as it is and hey man maybe they're the one team that can afford all those guys as they're gonna go field brock purdy for the next 20 yes. years for five yeah. bucks
0: yeah they're in a great Tom position Brady, realistic, yeah realistically they have three quarterbacks they're in a great position but i look at it like this as far as it being a win I think it ha- you have to look at your San Fran already right now as being a win. Because if you're San Francisco, you're not playing in this game right here without that Christian McCaffrey trade. And if he goes to Buffalo like he was probably going to if he didn't go to San Fran, Buffalo wins that game the other day against Cincinnati, I think. So, I mean, it's a it's, it's, it's total win. You change the entire scheme of the NFL. I know it's two different conferences. everything. But you're, you're not there if you're San Francisco if you didn't trade for Christian McCaffrey. You're not winning 11 straight with Brock Purdy.
5: Crazy how much a win does to the narrative trade. of life. Just think about it this way. If the Carolina Panthers would have won the Super Bowl in the 2015 season, do you know who the MVP of the game would have been? Uh, the
0: defensive or the offensive lineman, what's his name? Okay. Uh, Tony Ealy. Okay. Tony Tony. Ealy yeah.
5: Defensive end, guy that got cut the year after. Mm-hmm. He had the same statistical game. Von Miller did. that Von Miller had that okay. game. So if you pull out the game and you just reverse the score, Cody Ely, MVP, think about the fucking alternate, alternate universe that that creates. Mm-hmm. And Cam Newton, Super Bowl quarterback, fucking changes the whole timeline. And that's what I'm saying is wild, is like just how small uh Brock Purdy winning the NFC Championship changes his story. Mm-hmm. You know, like one game. One game he's won. Incredible. Brock Purdy. Crazy, crazy story. I picked Philadelphia, and I picked the Bengals. I'm taking San Fran and the Bengals. The fucking Eagles fucking rolled. Rolled the Giants, bro. They're a juggernaut.
0: The Giants are not very good either. They're they're, they're one of those teams that kind of backed into where they they, they really were. Agree.
7: Yeah,
6: I I also win. think Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia and the Bengals are gonna go all the way and uh, and take it, man, and do uh, uh
5: What if Mahomes wasn't hurt? I'm still would taking that. Was that would taking. we all still? Yeah, take I'm
6: still it. taking Bengals. And how about this? And, and I think you mentioned it earlier. Uh, if Joe Burrow wins and beats the chiefs and is undefeated against the chiefs Five and, 0. and And if he goes and wins the super bowl home is the best quarterback in the nfl i think okay. you have
0: to yeah
5: he'll probably win that number one
0: by the it. player vote next year to be honest with you if he
2: does that
5: and he deserves it mm-hmm. he might even just to go ahead and give him the mvp as we're talking about
2: uh, uh home, pretty much yeah. got that in the bag <clears throat> um but, yeah, I'm I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals as well, uh, especially with a hobbled uh, Mahomes uh, this year um, or this uh, this week. And this 49ers – see, the 49ers and the Eagles match up so well.
5: Like, I know. It could be a good – I mean, it could be a great game. It's going to be well, – It could a, be, it could just be a on. It could be
2: a really bad game in the aspect of, like, there's no offensive scoring whatsoever. Yeah, it's like
5: an old Panthers-Seahawks game or so, some shit.
2: Yeah, I I have to go with the Eagles. I think Brock Purdy falls down from the the the, you know, mountain that he's on right now. He's been uh, you know, been uh given uh, a lot of a uh, lot of easy uh, layups and I'm not saying he hasn't done well with it okay. and I'm not debating that, but um I think he falls from grace today, uh, this week. I
5: agree. I agree. What
0: if Haines makes the game-saving sack for Philly. Are you my Reddick? I mean Reddick's what i meant to say, yeah, <clears throat> and we gave oh. him up. You know, oh, that uh, was another. He hey, that was
6: a, that was another thing I wanted to mention, dude. After watching Hassan Reddick, how the fuck? How many did sex? We let that him guy, guy go.
5: Mm-hmm. How many sex they
6: have? It's I like crazy. Like, it's like 16. I think he had like fourteen. Yeah, fifteen um, or something like that. Like, well, and, and the part
2: of that out? is like the thing that's interesting to to think about with that is like that. I don't know that he'd be as productive as as he is. Without that defensive, like they have,
5: sure, sure, all they,
2: that helps. Hold on, they, think about this. They had seventy sacks this year, like the Eagles did, like seventy yeah. sacks. Is that, that the is, league record? Um, I as we were
5: second. Well, we almost had. We were on trajectory to set the league record at sixty in twenty thirteen. We fell short. We kind of slowed down a little bit at the end, but they added a game now, so I'm sure that people are going to asterisk it. But the Panthers' defense, the best pass rush I've ever seen in my life. That maybe the one with Chris Jenkins, and a couple of times they had seventy. They had sixty sacks that twenty thirteen season. Fucking unstoppable. The so 84. seventy is an incredible number.
0: Yeah, the eighty four Bears had seventy two, and then Philly yeah. had seventy this year. So Philly had the second most this year ever
5: in NFL history. Here's one thing though about. Uh, tell me how many Hassan had because this is what Cody, um, the defensive coordinator for. The Eagles said in a press 16. conference, "How many? 16? Sixteen. God. Sixteen. Uh, the defensive coordinator joked in a press conference that Reddick would have had twenty-five had he not dropped him back into coverage so much. <laughs> like he was like, <laughs> "He was like, you guys don't understand. Like this number is dope. A and B. Like I was using him all different ways. If I would have just fucking let him loose." Well, dude, he was ready. our
6: primary pass rusher last year. And when he's out there, he looks like fucking Vaughn oh Miller. But like, the dude, dude the dude can run full speed going under a table. It's just God. bananas. You
5: know that Louvu's got a little bit of that in him for me. Look, like, he, he got six that's 16- like
0: extra. He got sixteen sacks and he tied for first place on his team.
5: Or you know, he tied for second on his team.
0: Oh, what God. the hell? Who else had that? <laughs> Who got more sacks than that?
5: God damn. That's badass. Uh, Here, this, uh, just around the league, uh, quarterback's about to get paid.
6: Um, Yeah, this is sort of in line with what we were talking about. Um, Yeah, I mean, Burrow is going to get paid. Herbert's going to get paid. We were talking also about um,
4: uh, Jalen
6: Hurts probably might get broke off at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, the quarterback market is about to go up and up and up and up. Which a- again, even though I'm not in love with the rookie quarterback class, um, it, do it be it this year or next, man. It continues to show you the importance I feel of having a quarterback who is on a rookie contract that you can build around and put talent. You know, that's another reason I'm such a big fan of. Uh, of Matt Corral, you know, you guys were talking about Brock Purdy and how little the 49ers are going to be paying for him. Imagine if we could continue to build around a third round draft pick and how great that would be for a, a certain window for us. You know, the Panthers could do something similar to the 49ers. Well, so, except
5: for the only, well, you're right about that, except for almost seems like the second round happens to be the sweet spot because I think with third round, you are not even get the four years. You know, so like the the key is to get them, so you don't have to negotiate as fast. These guys are getting paid. I think one interesting storyline is who's going to be the big names like Brady, um, Aaron Rodgers. Where do these guys land? The Patriots go after Aaron Rodgers. The, the Dolphins go after any of these guys? They seem like there's going to be a movement among the older the older hats that are trying to win today. And also, the question is, what are these teams going to invest in these youngins? Uh, And I think that this is with Joe Burrow uh, even more than anybody. You got to back up the Brinks truck. Uh, But speaking of quarterbacks, Tom Brady in our division real quick um, has been, I mean, look, is Tom Brady had a tough season this year. Um, They backed into the playoffs. Tampa's a disaster. There's been this video floating around of him mic'd up on the sidelines (laughs) And you almost feel like nobody like nobody on the offensive line even gives a shit. He's like the only person that semi-cares. I don't know if they're just so fucking tired of him or whatever it is. Who knows why? But Tom Brady, uh, continuing to wonder what he's going to do in the NFL, and this was him talking about it on uh, his podcast, his own podcast to his own co-host, to the guy he basically pays to curate his fucking show. Here we go.
0: Here. Nope.
5: No? I don't okay, do I that yet. Did I not hit fucking share the audio? One more time. Share. Share. i Share tab audio.
2: You're leaving everybody guessing.
3: You're um, here. You said you'll take your time. Yeah. type of a timetable as to what you might want to
2: do. Uh, regarding your football career. Jim, if I knew what I was gonna fing do, I'd have already f-ing done it. Okay. I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's you're
8: only the question that everybody wants to hear.
5: Uh hopefully you could hear that. Yeah we could. Okay. That's Tom Brady. No wonder <sighs> they fucking want to talk to him.
6: Yeah he's uh kind of asshole in his old age.
5: Interesting. Tom Brady, not going to be in the NFC South at all. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about. We talk, mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Bill O'Brien's going to the Patriots. This we talked about a little bit earlier is just the offensive coordinator jobs. There's going to be a lot of them going forward. So that's what we got. That's what I got. You guys got any final things before we hit the um, – Ice up. Ice up segment.
6: Um, no, man, just, uh, I mean, I'm excited for the games. It's going to be exciting, exciting to, uh, you know, see how it pans out. I agree with Greg. I think, you know, the best possible teams that you could have hoped to get. Um. I think that's what we're looking at now. And um, hopefully, I'm hoping, you know, we'll know sometime soon. Who's going to be the next head coach to the Carolina Panthers? All right. All
5: right. Cool. Um, longest running Panthers podcast out there. Literally 1208. We're hitting the final segment, longest running Panthers segment on the longest running Panthers podcast. It's where we ice up someone. It's our homage to Steve Smith. Everybody is fair game. It's where we tell someone, uh, whether it's the football field or outside, like I said, politics, anything, society is all on the table. We tell them to ice up, toughen up, to get it together. Let's hit them ice up picks, Cody.
6: Let's do it.
8: Ice up, son. Ice up. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go
5: first. I'll go first. I got two ice up picks. Uh, one I'm gonna show a video for the other I'm not because a I'm icing up the kind of attention grab it is, like it's kind of getting old to me. And that is these girls acting kind of scandally clad, and then they pose these videos where their moms walk in on them. And it's like uh, there's two going around right now, but there's probably a hundred million of them. Like this girl's singing. And then her mom walks in and is like, you slept with the teacher? You And then she's like, what? And they have this like crazy fight about her being a, as her mom called her, a slut. But then there's this other one where this girl's like OnlyFans dancing and their mom comes in. And it's like, oh, you... and then the comments, people just go hook, line and sink her into it. But I'm like, why the fuck is she just walking in, checking her purse in her daughter's bed? It doesn't make any sense. The post, I just don't believe, you know, I think it's attention grab. So, like, is, you got us already. Yeah, As old um, President Bush said, a fooled man can't get fooled again. So, but here is my new ice up pick. And it goes to, I don't know who to ice up, honestly, with these slapping, the slap contests. Oh God! Oh, the slap! (laughs) No, no, I know it's cool. I think it's funny when your own friends do it because it's like—I mean, I don't think it's really cool, but like, I knew some guys that in their fantasy football league, if you lost, that's what you had to do. Mm. But there are also like dudes that just work at a pizza shop, right? It's not getting like slapped by Mike Tyson, right? And so, what I don't know what to ice up is—I've seen these two videos. I'm only going to show one. But the other one I wish I could uh, just because I take enough time up is it's one of those slap contests and it's these two girls. And the girl, the first girl just fucking smashes her, right? It's the second slap. So I think a second, second slap is impressive. Like you already got rocked and then you're coming back after these moments. And this girl looked like she could barely reach. Like she had to check her range and shit. And she hits this girl. She slaps the living shit out of her and knocks her out. I mean, this girl looked like she had gotten hit by a truck. Like, she couldn't stand up. She was the stars. I mean, fucked her world up. Also, I don't know if, like, I don't like the contest. I don't know if I don't like that I like it secretly. I don't know what I don't like about this but there's just something about this shit turn the volume off oh well we get demonetized for a 9 second
6: video yeah
5: if it's 9 seconds seconds. listen let's just look at this shit (laughs) wow yeah look at at his face this motherfucker now he also looks like he was already fucked up a little bit going into this like if you see his face it don't look healthy already yeah but this motherfucker's face exploded. <laughs> I'm oh, surprised he lived through this one. But the other girl got knocked the fuck out. I don't know who I'm icing up. I don't know if I'm icing uh, up the contest because it's not super athletic. It almost seems, you know, I think with boxing, at least you can say there's technique and sport to it. Right. This just so a lot
6: of a lot of fighters sat there
5: and just hit you with a baseball bat as hard as I could, and you. Hit
6: a lot bad. of people have a problem with this. Because at least when you're talking about a one is
5: oh, you're breaking up, you're breaking up, bring it back.
6: One of the biggest rules of boxing and MMA is protect yourself at all times, and in a fight, you can do that, you can defend yourself. But a lot of people are like, uh, Dana, and by the way, this is the owner of the UFC, this is his promotion uh slap league or whatever is that, the fuck so that what
5: he was advertising when he slapped his girl
6: yeah but well, <laughs> dude that hey. dude, people were joking about him because a few days later his slap league premieres and he's slapping his wife around yeah but dude, like you know the, a lot of fighters and uh people who enjoy fighting are like yeah this is not the same because you're like there was one clip of a dude who got knocked the fuck out his arms like they literally stiffen up and go all stretched and shit and dude he's in a bad way and when you're not defending yourself from that kind of attack dude you're opening yourself up to all kinds of future potential you know brain injuries down the road i'm
5: gonna show it just because i talked so ad nauseum i'm not gonna put the sound on just look at this. There's some crazy shit right here. They right here smacking the
9: shit out of each oh, other. A, Watch this right here.
5: Yeah. Watch this. Oh! <laughs> oh I better get up. There's some new shit on TV. Yeah,
6: like, let yourself take uh, oh. that. Dude. <laughs> that fucking...
5: I don't know. So I'm icing myself up because, yeah. or for clicking on it, showing it, watching it four times today. It's, yeah, four views for them. I I agree with you Cody. Yeah, man. I agree. Um, like there's just something doesn't feel right about it. It kind of feels like I don't know where it hurts. Maybe it's here. Maybe it's here. Maybe it's somewhere right here. <laughs> but it hurts somewhere. That's where I say I said.
6: yeah ck Yeah, if you,
2: if you want to queue up uh the video that I sent in the DMs um while you're queuing that up, I'll tell you about one other part um so, I have the obviously my fantasy league. We have our chat, we constantly go. We have a couple of Bills fans in there. Um, and man, I tell you what, the amount of Bills fans that are ready to just fire McDermott, get rid of Brandon Bean like they literally want to. this is the statement from them, uh, from my the Bills friends that are in my fantasy league. Um, we need to release everybody on this team other than Josh Allen and move on. Like, this is just, I and they were basically making the excuse that Josh Allen was the only thing on that team that looked uh, like it was wanting to win. Um, and it was not a good showing for that squad. But I tell you what, Josh Allen didn't play good either. Like, it was not a good showing by him in the slightest. Um, And, and so the idea of gutting your entire team and starting a rebuild Let's go ahead and do that with a quarterback on a on a contract now, not on a rookie contract. Let's go ahead and do a rebuild now. That doesn't seem to really stop anybody from being successful at all in this league, does it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to ice up Bills fans who are of the mind that you're going to just gut. You've had the most successful franchise that you've that you've seen in over two decades, and your first instinct is to burn it all to the ground after a few years of not getting to the super bowl <laughs> you guys were 13 and 3 like come on now this is a 13 whatever it was um it's absolutely yeah it was 13 and 3 cuz they didn't have the completed game against Cincy. Right. um so it's i i want to ice up that entire fan base it sounds very um entitled for a te- for a squad that hasn't experienced success in 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 as long as they hadn't Never. um and but their first ever. goal is to re- what's that
5: and not ever but like that haven't gotten even the ch- you know what it sounds like is a bunch of a-holes that have been listening to a-holes that, who are patriot fans for the last 15 that's years. what it is and now they, they feel like now they're the patriots they Our literally
2: they yeah. literally took over the, the the their division and all of a sudden they thought they were a dynasty like the patriots were and yep. they they haven't earned anything uh, like they exactly. haven't earned that right to say that they were a dynasty mm-hmm. um so the, anyway, I up to them but it, my other ice up is uh there was a funeral that was happening and we um we know a lot of times at funerals they'll do the dove release and uh, and everything and so um it didn't quite go as planned in this uh, this uh, here little video um and I just want you to listen.
7: Followed
8: by the holy trinity. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. One more time, please. One more time. Oh, uh,
7: that's
5: great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, CK, before you probably hadn't uh, seen this video at all, but the first time you said... uh What uh, could happen? Like the doves, just watch what's gonna happen when these doves release. I just recently rewatched the newest Jurassic Park.
2: Oh, Uh, (laughs) yeah.
5: And then, like in the wedding, they throw the doves. And my brain immediately went to, is there a dinosaur about to come? (laughs) But you know what? Yeah. It was a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex 18 wheeler.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Same amount of damage. So Be careful to, having
5: a wedding near the highway,
2: right? Right, right. Yeah, you, you got to imagine that that's probably not the most ideal scenario to to find yourself in. Um, so I, I don't know. In that case, I'm similar to Tony. I don't know who I might set up, but um, is, I, I'd, I'd tell you the bird to ice up, but that he's probably already iced in the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right.
5: I feel so bad for liking this shit. It's
2: it's it's, <laughs> it's so nice. messed up, but at the same time, you're just like. You got to laugh at it because I mean, it's, it's going to happen. It's nothing, whether or not I'm i I'm in, I laugh at that. It's not going to change the fact that that stuff's going to happen. Yeah,
6: <laughs> I agree. Dude, it's hilarious. Uh, go, go, go ahead.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm
0: mine's pretty quick and simple. I'll tell a story. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ice myself up. I um, was delivering mail last Saturday and I have a church on my route. And it's a black church. They're awesome people. They do this food drive Were every you in
5: that truck.
0: I <laughs> do oh, oh, no, truck you're talking about. That me. So so there's awesome people. They do this food drive every Saturday, and oh, there's always this huge long line, it runs right through this line line of travel, and they usually <laughs> stop and stop it and pull people over, let me buy, and they always try to give me food. Um, and I just I tell them, you know, I'm like, I appreciate it, but you know, there's people in line for it, let them have the food, you know. So um, I'm wearing my Panthers toboggan. And, uh, you know, they're all really cool with me. And, like, I lean out and I was like, no, all y- y'all have a great day. I really appreciate it. And one of the guys like, yeah, Panthers. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's, like, he's like, you like, the Panthers? like, yeah, I love the Panthers. And he was like, Panthers, Panthers. And then everybody. There's like 40 people out there. Everybody starts doing it, right? Everybody starts cheering, Panthers, Panthers. So me, like a dumbass, just go, yeah. Like that right there. <laughs> then I started pumping my fist because I realized what I was doing. So I'm icing myself up. And no, no harm, no foul. Nobody was mad at me or anything, but I just realized the moment that I did it. You know, I throw the black power fist up. Yeah, <laughs> so Panther. I, I was, I was like, well, Panthers. Yeah. So I'm icing myself over that because in the moment, it meant nothing. Nobody was mad or anything, but just in the moment, it felt really funny <laughs> for me to do that. Um, but it was really cool to have that many people cheering for me as a mailman wearing a Panthers hat.
5: That's like cool. It. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like this is that sounds like Joey the Blind pa- Panther just found out you're white. <laughs>
6: <There you go. laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no <laughs> they give away the goose
5: there, <laughs> Cody. Uh,
6: yeah, yeah. So, um, some of you may have heard about this. Um, you know, it, it happens every once in a while, but there was a police chase last week in Boone involving a John Deere tractor that lasted more than an hour and topped out at 20 miles an hour. (laughs) And, yes, there's video of it, dude. So, the tractor hit two two vehicles, pushed a dumpster into a church, Uh, police used stop sticks, they were not effective. Um, <laughs> the police then shot out a tire. Also did not, not work.
5: effective.
6: I finally jumped off the tractor wielding a knife. What was uh, no match for a taser.
5: Yeah. Surprising. Sweet Dude. Man.
6: So this is the craziest shit in the world to me. I don't know uh, what makes me think you're going to get away from Police officers on uh why <laughs> you're in a John Deere tractor, but come on, dude, this is some redneck shit. Do better. Ice yeah. up. Kudos I saw. Who does committing.
5: You know what I'm saying? Like, once you've already fucking entered into that world, you might as well just keep driving. It's like, <laughs> if I can just make the highway, I'll do. It. I'll be fine. Yeah, or
4: yeah,
0: yeah. You know, you're already <laughs> invading at that point. Like,
5: yeah. just make the ride five more minutes.
0: So what truck were you talking about? Was I driving that mail truck is what I want to know. When I started my story, Tony. What truck? I started my story about my driving the mail truck. And you were like, were you the one driving oh, that mail
5: truck? The, the truck that hit the dove. Oh. <laughs> okay. Because you were saying outside a black church. And they were oh, having yeah. a meeting, <laughs> And uh, like, I mean, it just seemed like a black church that was in that video. Maybe it wasn't. I was just saying, were you about to say I'm icing myself up and I was getting <laughs> that the fucking bird. <laughs> and they like, and what up. happened <laughs> A bird ran right into me you the other day? I don't know, thought it, I was, thought it, on. it yeah. was. It felt so bad. Man, yeah. uh, small worlds. That's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by carolinacatchronicles.com or every Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. Check out carolinacatchronicles.com. I put up a short post because i haven't posted since freaking august on carolina go to it right now and just click on it and click an ad hell that would be even cooler than fucking reading it but you could just click on the article it's about sean payton's stock waning as you've heard in this podcast check us out on twitter at cat underscore chronicles to follow the latest panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective engage in the show share like all of that jazz cody Thanks for hanging out with me.
6: Yeah, man. You already know. Nowhere uh, at night. Be on the lookout uh, on draft for my uh, my written columns for the Carolina Panthers. That's draft And then every Friday at 7 p.m., you get to be a part of the C3 Panthers podcast. Join the show via StreamYard. That's the Friday free for all. The show for Panther fans by Panther fans come and join our cult dude we're having a great time
2: ck Uh, you can find me at codizzle allen on most social media platforms and uh obviously here every tuesday night and uh yeah that's uh that's me wonderful wonderful golden pipes man golden pipes
5: greg um uh well tell us where you tell us where they can find
0: you. <laughs> okay uh so uh, you can find me at the bat Daddy if 2 on twitter or you can come check me out on my other show it's uh geek chasing worlds Across the worlds cross multiverse where we cover all types of media movies books television good stuff right now we're doing last of us which is the main show if you're not watching it check it out i am see you up if you haven't watched that yet and i'm actually going to start watching hunters uh nice. tomorrow tony and i think good. we're going to try to cover good. some of that so it's what bring two seasons on. in now i'm
5: into that one bring me on yeah is that they're okay. done with it now Okay. They did one season in 2020. It took forever for them to come back. I think COVID, some shit like that. They had out they got Al Pacino, bro. You gotta wait on him probably. Yeah. Um, but they did their second season uh, over. It's final. Okay.
6: It's uh is Sarah watching uh Last of Us? Yeah, oh yeah.
5: And how many episodes have they had? Because I've been
0: meaning to watch it. Second one was last Sunday, so you're only um, two behind. The first it. one's I, like an hour and forty minutes though.
6: I don't know for sure, but I might try and join this Friday. Yeah, Frank, I mean, I for that. the Last of us discussion.
0: Well, right. If I got everything caught up, man. I'll hop on the free for all and uh, just let me know then. And when we'll yeah. go from there,
5: perfecto, guys! Perfecto. Uh, Cody Lack, take us out of
6: here. C3 Panther Nation, until next time, keep pounding.